They've been recording. Okay, on sick. Uh, I'm going to give it some. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you should take it away. Just take his drink away. <laughs> All right, that'll help me sync things up. We're uh, good to go. Flo, do you want to do the intro? Yeah, sure. I mean, <sighs> somebody's got to have energy. There's, I, okay, which one of us does the intro even matter? What are we going to call this? No, we, we, we don't do even... the same thing we always do. Is like, oh, here's the intro, and then oh, we fucked it up. So look, it's whammer time now. <laughs> record scratch. The record scratch can't go in this because it's okay. Just but a what normal... if what if we do the record scratch and then and all of those dildos are going to be here because we, I'm yeah, the one that has that. to fucking cut that we together. We're recording no. and we don't have a lot of space oh, left. Yeah, we so got four guys, hours. Guys. It said four on here. So oh, okay, huh. you said two. It, it said two the other day. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. All right, everybody, shut the fuck up. I'm Sir Flobogen Thunderhammer. And I'm Teflon Frosthammer. And I'm Cabbage Tidehammer. And this is Whack. If Ampgard Knighthood means anything, you can't knife a motherfucker and keep it. And the thing that people need to understand essentially about arts and sciences events is that your scores don't matter. You want a black phoenix or a white phoenix? Jeez, language, man. We're on a freaking podcast, for fuck's sake mind-blowing experience right you. hello everyone and welcome to whack where we discuss topics important to the Ampguard community at large and talk with interesting people from around the foam fighting world today we're doing a very special episode this is actually a uh whack interviews wap interviews whack is it like one of those it's whammer perfect time. Whammer, whammer time. time. Are we yeah. going to call it a circle jerk? Does that sound right? <laughs> yeah, it's just about sure. it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, hey, did you remember to set all of us to record on that thing? Since, I did remember yeah. to set all I'm of you so to record. I'm so proud of you. All on air. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> we, uh, I see all the bars now. going. We, We're good. We don't always beta test our things, but when we do, we do it live. Everything <laughs> we do is a live beta test of like, I wonder what I can get away with this week. <laughs> oh, so this is going to be coming out... Uh, I believe once the belt month stuff is finished. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we're recording this far ahead of time, uh, but uh, I'm sure that the last couple of guests didn't disappoint us in any way. Well, okay. To be fair, we've already interviewed everybody, two but two or three of them by now, and they were all, all amazing. Yeah, yeah, all but one. Okay. Well, the last two, it's a belt squire squire knight combo. It's one recording, one person. Yeah. Thing, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if that's equivalent. That's nah. totally equivalent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. And. Uh, uh, and you guys got to record some of the uh, 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 some of the guests that came on for uh, the end of the month stuff. I know mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, Fiddles Narco, yeah, uh, you guys did. That was fun. That was a you uh, fun one episode. For Crown to month to. You, you did um, uh, Admiral Ann. Yeah. Or is yes. Okay. Is Admiral Ann? No. Or is it, are we considering Dina Lightning? And Dina and uh, Obscura. Uh, Obscura. Oh, yeah. I can only think of Obscura's real name, and I was like Libby. Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So yeah. We don't have real names. What's a real name? <laughs> Listen. Um, okay, so yeah, if you're seeing this, we're probably on vacation at this point because we're gonna like take a day off after doing Belt Month and not. Where are we going for vacation? To... Oh, a nap. Oh, okay, take, take big nap. Buccaneers respite could yeah. be good. Oh, hey, yeah. <clears throat> Nashville disc golf. Oh, we hey, good with Nashville listen, disc golf. Nashville's got like three really good courses. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the one up in Kentucky that I've been wanting to go? Idlewild, right? S- Splash uh, Country. I think so. That's. Splash no, that's countries? Kentucky Splash. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> we I could am. talk about disc golf. This is our disc golf podcast. Welcome. Uh, no, um, no. no, we were actually suggested to do this episode by, um, well, a couple of people, but Merrick is the one who reached out to me, and it was one of those, you know, hey, when you started WAP, everybody interviewed everybody so we could get to know you, and you started WAP, and 
nobody did that. And so we kind of want to have you two on so we can grill you and everybody can get to know you. You guys don't need to know us. Well, <laughs> my whole I, thing is to remain a mystery. Right, right. Is I've that like in an amp guard? Mystery in a conundrum you, in a... Vidalia has had yep. her on episodes. But yeah, you know, I, I completely understand. I don't want anybody to know my story either. Um, my pronouns are I don't have pronouns. Don't refer to me. Right? Like, just don't. <laughs> I don't even have a name. Yeah. Um, I, I can actually tell you Lucas's story. Uh, it costs, but it's not a lot. Oh yeah, so God. if you subscribe to our Patreon at a $5 uh, rate per month... Is this okay? Did you I feel see like in the we Discord, need to take a picture um, of all of our feet under this table for the Patreon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not wearing shoes. I came prepared. Oh, that would be Ruben. so cool. I think it was Ruben said he would pay $30 nice not small. to get your feet pictures. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right? a pretty good starting rate. <laughs> so uh, you have several episodes under your belt. I don't even think all of them have come out yet. No. Um, the, we, should, we should probably fix that. Uh, but there are sick day insurance, bud. <laughs> <laughs> like, we we were not, so though. prepared that we decided to do three months of content in one month. It was great. Yeah, we really <laughs> just like plowed through it. So, so what has been uh, some really cool thing that you've learned from uh, one of the guests that you've had on? We didn't script any of these. These are we live never script too. anything. By the way, the theme of oh, the show we're heavily, is do we really need to add that to anything? I'm sure anyone already <laughs> listening has already figured us out. Fair. Hold I on, just, let me consult the script. What was I supposed to say? Yeah. Oh shoot! Um, I just I like that some of our guests notes. recently were like, "Oh, a story you didn't tell me that part." I was like, "Brother, you've been told thirty times by now because I copy and paste into the." <laughs> that was my favorite part about Roger's episode. Is he was like, "Oh, I've got a story ready for when we get to the end," and I'm like, yeah. "I love you." <laughs> yeah, and then he told it halfway through, and it was great. <laughs> um, um, so things we've learned from guests. Just to what's say a, what is the coolest thing you've learned from one of your guests? Oh, um, learned about how to put on a play from Admiral. Mm. Uh, that was really cool. I feel like since I'm so new, I'm constantly learning things, so it's hard to just pinpoint one thing that I've learned. So. We, we have a Bilbo under the table, too. So if you hear occasional barks and whines, it's not Jeff. It'll be a special guest <laughs> appearance later. It's fine. We'll call him up to, to get in the video. Though, yeah. To be honest. Um, uh, something interesting. So my problem is that I will immediately forget an interview after we've done it. About three hours later, I have no idea what happened. I've never... I don't even know what that's like. We don't have no <laughs> idea what that's like. Yeah, we have no. completely have, photographic memory. Have either of you gotten the thing where someone messages you and is like... Oh, that was a really cool question you asked. And you're like, oh, yeah. Quickly trying to skip to that part of the video. Yeah. <laughs> I remember exactly what you're talking about. The worst part about that is that I edit these. <laughs> like, oh, that thing you said about serpent belts is so good. I've been trying to think of how to say that. And I'm like, uh, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. I'm glad Happy you're listening. Yep. This is <laughs> an, you got a timestamp just so I can uh, tell my friend? It's, this, a, it's, it's especially hard with WAP because... Like like we just said, we recorded three months of episodes in like basically four days, and yep. so back in February, yeah, back in February. <laughs> now we're like, yeah, I remember saying that thing. So. Yeah, I totally remember that. Well, uh, is, is there anything from your episodes that sticks out? Like something that somebody said you were like, oh, I'd never thought of it like that. Anything that was a like a oh light bulb kind of moment. And I mean, no is an acceptable answer because three months. I mean, probably, but again, <laughs> you expect me to remember it at this point. Um, I mean, I'm I'm really excited for when Lightning's interview. Gets yeah, posted, that was because really that good. was such Ooh, I'm a that to was that. so awesome. Uh, she she's really brilliant. Oh, you and, didn't realize that you had met her. 
No, I did know that I had met her. Oh. She didn't know that she had met me. Ah, that's that what it was. <laughs> This is that amp guard thing when the new person comes I mean, up and is like... this is like whenever like, I met Anatole for the first time. In yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, you remember me, right? We sit and talk for 15 minutes. No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was really drunk. So, <laughs> As is tradition. Yeah. yeah. Um, so another question uh, for you. This... One of the cool things about doing podcasting in this format is you're kind of learning journalism on the fly. Um, I have certainly learned quite a bit from our early episodes to now with right away and trying to stay on topic. Don't laugh. We really do. Uh, but he's trying his best. What were, what are some cool things that you personally have picked up journalistically uh, about doing this? And again, it was three months ago, so maybe the answer is I don't remember. Um, kind of like how to wind up your guests and then let them go. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the most that I've learned is is mic, mic discipline. Mike oh, yeah, Mike <laughs> no, I think I'm doing better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you absolutely are right now. I've I've got everything leveled out, and you're looking good. So. And then I think just for us personally, like me and Vidalia, kind of just work really well together. Like, I know that our first interview, I guess Lucas was sitting in the room trying to message Vidalia things that we should do, but we were already doing those things by the time that Vidalia got the message. Yep. That's cool. So we're just, we're just naturally good interviewers together. I, I yeah. remember, I remember Lucas uh, telling me that like he, he was messaging you stuff and what he got back was a message that said down with the patriarchy. Because I'm literally sitting in that first episode with Seth Real. Uh, Seth Real. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sitting off to the side on my laptop. Like, sounds good. Just ask. Maybe ask this. Oh, oh, chase Ex- that down. Expand that on question. that. Yeah, expand <laughs> on that. And eventually, it was like, shut up. I've got this. Like, <laughs> you guys were actually down in Seth Real's hometown yes. for that one, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, not her hometown. Uh, she moved to Chattanooga from the Nashville area. Her home oh. park, though. Yeah, home or park. Their yeah, Nashville. Their, their, their home their, park. Yeah. Yeah. My apologies. That is. Listen, we're from we're from East Tennessee. It's Farna. Fight me, that was my home park. You and me boy, it's Farna. That was my first <laughs> guard park. I will fight you. you I'll tell you Farna. what. Farna. It's Fale Rene. That, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen it spelled? That's what yeah, it yeah. is. Um, didn't they say they, they it was like a contest and that won by like two votes or something? Yeah, yeah, it was like something that was practical and then this nonsense elvish name and of course the nonsense elvish name won. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, it, it was before my time of being there, so I didn't get a chance to vote on it. <laughs> no, uh, Vidalia said something that that actually I think is a, a really good point. But learning how to wind your guest up and let them go. So often on the show, we'll have a guest say something like, "Oh, sorry, I'm rambling," and we're like. No, that's no. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I want you. I pointed you in the direction I wanted you to go. Now, fucking go. Yeah. Like, the more you talk, the less I have to talk, and I'm annoying. So, <laughs> <laughs> please fill this time with your voice. That's why we asked you to be here. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and it's kind of cool too because one of the points of doing something like this is that people want to hear what your guests have to say. They want to hear you. Um. Expand on it. Yeah, you're you're kind of taking what they had and refining it. You know, unpack that a little bit for me. What do you mean by that? That is the key to a really good interview for me. Is when um, we're able to kind of continue to narrow down the field that the guest uh, is doing. And when you go off on tangents, that's okay too, because most of the time the tan- it, it's conversational, yeah. right? It sounds like you're having a normal Usually conversation. I sometimes. find something and I'm like, oh, this is me. 
and I'm going to go chase this down. And that's yep. whenever you see me dominate on an episode is that I found something that I can poke and prod from somebody. And I really want to hear every bit about their uh, line of thinking for it. Yep. So like back to the runner metaphor, your your job isn't to run along with the guest. You're, you're making the track for them to run on, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're oh, sort I of... can't be the start gun. <laughs> I was no, good. No, no. I wanted to be the car that drives beside them and films. Oh, no, that's, no, that's Tour de France type stuff. You're the <laughs> Smash Brothers master hand putting the, the Hot Wheels track together as it goes. <laughs> I'd rather still be the start gun. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> oh, Bilbo. Hold on. Bilbo, do you have anything to say? <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Heard it from him first, guys. Oh, he's got a little belt. Yeah, I made him a yeah, little Yeah, and he's got belt. a hood. And his uh, uh, heraldry is a hot dog. It's amazing. <gasps> is 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 that Bilbo's master hood? No. He's he's never gotten an award, sadly. But he Aww. is he is squired to Sir Slushy, the stuffed penguin that was quad belted in our kingdom. <laughs> yes. During a moment of uproar silliness during uh, a, a court. A mm-hmm. court yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Explain that because I've never heard this story and I I don't think, I think the only four belted knight I know is Sir Michael. So this was a, it was a joke thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, we had some people that were very quickly coming up for our belt, uh, for a belt in our kingdom at the time. People that had put in a whole lot of work and the, uh, bitch that was being thrown at them, I guess, the gripe, however you want to say it, was that they were doing all of these things just because they wanted to be the first Neverwinter Blah Knight, right? They wanted to be the first Crown Knight of Never... I'm sorry, Winter's Edge. They wanted to be the first Crown Knight of Winter's Edge. They wanted to be the first Flame Knight of Winter's Edge or whatever. So our monarch at the time, the first monarch of Winter's Edge, knighted a stuffed penguin... Oh, that that was Vashirin. Yeah, those those of Vashirin. Yeah, those of Vashirin knighted a stuffed penguin who was at the time our official mascot, and that had actually been voted on. Yes. Um, and uh, and four-belted them. Mm-hmm. So that, like, this whole, like, oh, this person's first, that person's first was uh, out of the way. I don't actually know if it's, like, a super official thing. I'd still like to make uh, Bilbo our first uh, four-belter. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> He's but, deserving. Yeah. I think it's a fine idea just to get people off their high horses, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's what it was. It was supposed to be like a, Icebreaker. why are we... Yeah, it definitely yeah. broke the tension a bit. <laughs> why are we talking about this? You know, why is this... A, his his kind of kick to it was like, this. Sh- why are we, Why is this a discussion? What a waste of time. So uh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I can get behind mm-hmm. that. Um. But yeah, so uh, so I don't... This is a not a fair I, question, but I'm going to ask anyways. Do you have a favorite guest? Um, all of our guests are really great. Yeah, but um, no, not a bullshit. Uh, all, all of our guests are fantastic. Admiral uh, is my favorite. <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, we we really like jived well together because you know she does a lot of serpent stuff. And... Oh god, we stayed on that call so long afterwards, yeah. just chatting. Uh, we had yeah. You it know, was so late into the night. Hours. I was like, I'm so tired. I you crashed at my drive. house. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not driving home. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've we've had somewhere, and and it's this motherfucker mostly that makes them take the lot. Where we'll end the episode, and then Teflon's like, "So tell me more about this thing you did." Me, and then I'm sitting here <laughs> like vibrating through space and time. <laughs> like I have to go. It's late, and I have to pee. And then we start to to end and start saying goodbye, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, one more thing, guys." I just want to see how long and get loose. Yeah, he's here. Does it on purpose? <laughs> Which is fine. I, I like all of our guests. Um, what no. you may not know is that we do uh, a lot of the recording 
late at night, so it's finishing around 11 or so. And Luke's and I have to be into work at 7. 7.30 or uh, 8 for me. Yeah, depending uh, on the day, I've got to be in at 7 or at 9. Yeah. Kinda... And uh, and so Jeff is, is purposefully prolonging uh, this, but definitely, definitely been there with you where you get off with a guest and then you stay on for another hour, even if you really feel like you should be going to bed just because mm-hmm. you're unpacking some of the stuff that they talked about. Like we couldn't, t- we didn't want to go into this more on the air because there wasn't enough time. But what are your feelings on this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we we definitely went into things that we weren't allowed to say on air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how you really feel. Like we're done recording now. Like what do you think? <laughs> the, you know? the one thing that I would have changed about the Admiral interview is that now that we are doing video, it would have been so much cooler uh, to see Admiral's all of her got stuff. such great. Yeah. We are still barely doing video. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like. <laughs> I have a camera. We need to set it up. It's just a matter of like getting the gumption to do the damn thing. Because right now we're using a pretty. I mean, this is an okay webcam, but the further you get away from it, the more it turns into just like little splotches of color. Yeah, it's actually really good at three, two to three feet. Yeah, and after you get over that, it you can look at the sword. I mean, well, and look at Vidalia. She like if you look at the difference between me or Jeff, and then as it fades back, you get more and more blurry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like when Adobe tries to color grade this on a on its like auto setting or whatever, it just turns it into a pastel from like <laughs> this so far. So my face back. has like the beautification filter on it. If your face even shows up in the default color grading. Yeah. Oh, I did. So the uh, uh, the little filters that you can do on I don't know a Snapchat or whatever it is. Uh, that can make you look like uh, uh, anything that you want. I did the beautification one. And no, this one was the one that's supposed to, it's it's like unisex. So it's supposed to do the thing where, like for guys, it'll make you have a much square jaw. And did stuff it just make it. your beard one smooth, like icicle? So it thought that my beard was, uh, wh- what are the names of the like... Uh, uh, face coverings that for religious reasons, uh, some people will wear... Oh, oh, like uh, a... Um, a hijab. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Thank you. It thought that it was a hijab, so it turned my it. This right here was like totally eyelinered and <laughs> mascaraed and everything, and you you couldn't see anything else. It looks like. It was, oh my God. And when I tried the one for the uh, uh, man, I don't know how we got on this. It's because I put us on this. The uh, <laughs> yep. when I, when I did the one that's supposed to make you look like an anime character. That was the best one. Oh, I. I <laughs> I looked like uh, the old dojo master. Yeah. No, like, you looked like sexy Uncle Iroh. Yes. That's that's like, exactly that is exactly what, what you turned into, dude. But no, I did that for Bilbo, and it's the most terrifying thing. I remember, but I liked oh, Bilbo's. It was so yeah. creepy. It turned his nose into a mouth. It did. It did. Uh, that's not right. I don't think I saw it. It was a, I'll have to send it to you guys. We'll, we, so yeah, we'll post, we'll post these pictures up in the, oh, in the oh, show. Someone's got to remember to send them to me. I'm not taking notes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, he's a sweetie boy. You know, we didn't start off with the normal first question yeah, i was gonna ask did you guys ever uh do the uh how did you guys specifically get into amp guard i don't think question. we did well Vidalia, how, did you, how did you get into amp guard i answered this on my podcast which i'm going to plug right now everyone should go watch my episode oh, i guess you did but um but i got into amp guard because uh, i was playing soccer and i saw mystic glade practicing at victor ash which is where we would also run laps and then I bothered Lucas and he took me out to park one day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think I still know some of these people. Sure, let's go see. Quan. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, 
so when I finished my associate's degrees uh, at a community college near here, um, I moved on to university at Chattanooga because that's where my older sister was going. And she was telling me about these libraries. And I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. That sounds so awesome. And she told me that if I started LARPing, she would disown me, which is hysterical because I was the only one that could drive. So I was the one that was driving <laughs> us to campus anyways. Uh, so, of course, then I had to go and find the LARPers. And it ended up that they were practicing during a night that we were having a pep rally. I was in the band. Uh, a pep rally bonfire for our last football game and we kind of ran into the group that meets on utc campus and we were waiting for the bonfire to start so we were like me and like two or three other band kids were like hey let's go let's go check check that out real quick (laughs) (laughs) and uh it's pretty much that's that's how she went so was this like the group that you went over to check out was this uh, Avi and Sethriel mm-hmm. and and all of them oh, so that were Fear yep. and I before it was Fear and I. No, it was still Fear and I, but I oh. didn't, I didn't know that they they meet on UTC campus on Wednesdays and then they meet at a park on the other side of Chattanooga on Saturdays. Okay, so how long ago was this? Like, I'm trying to figure out rule sets. Were you on 8.0 or were you still at the end of, of 7.0? They had just switched over to eight. It was November oh, okay. of 2014, so I started with eight. And so I have no idea what other people are talking about with other rule sets. It makes no sense to me. Has eight really been out that long? Did I ignore that was eight my, for that I, long? That was my immediate Dude, thought. I quit uh, probably a year before eight came out. And to be perfectly honest, eight is what brought me back to the game. It wasn't anything yeah. else. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I lost touch with everyone around the park and, and everything like that. So I was just gone. And then um, Lexi came back from a triad practice actually talking about how combos are things in v8 now and like you guys were exploring the idea of actually playing battle games as a company and things and so you guys were looking the rules trying to make up combos and stuff like that um and i was like wait what you mean it's not just directly cast a spell at somebody and they do something now all right maybe i can get back into this (laughs) yeah Uh, i'm trying to think so Okay, you came in at 8.0. You also came in at 8.0. You started 7.0, yeah? Nope, I started in 6. 6. Yep. 6. 5? Okay, 6. No, 6, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was trying to think, because uh, I know on the, the Roger episode Don't he was talking about, in 5, you had to have actual spell components. You did. You did, yeah. Yeah, you had to, to have... Think, like, what's the weirdest thing from our rule sets that we remember? My favorite one was always the uh, weird things, like the wand or the... Um, uh, to cast, like, Finger of Death or, or a couple other spells... Uh, you had to have a wand as a wizard. Yeah. Um, and there was no like, maximum length on the wand, so people would take a pole arm, and so long as yeah. you could hold it in yeah. one hand, like they would have a 10-foot pole arm. That brought up a question to me now. Like, Whenever I look at, at uh, distance, am I measuring at the tip of my finger? Or am I measuring from my feet? I personally think it's my feet because we can't move them and everything, so that's the distance that I think of, but it's well, something I never really thought when of. You do, I also thought of feet, but for a different reason. When you do combat miniatures, you do it from the base. The base, yeah. yeah so. And I think that that's what it became yeah. uh, once we moved uh, past I don't think that, it's clear. You, oh, you still don't think it's... Well, no. we don't have wands uh, anymore. You mean our rules of play aren't super-duper clear? I mean, sure, yeah. Well, we is don't that why me. there's a rules clarification page? Who would have thought? <laughs> that is also chaos in Hell in a Cell, yeah. right? Oh, God, I don't even look I at love it. it. Listen, okay. we don't we don't have uh, wands anymore, and the difference between what I can point and where my feet are... It's no, not very different. No one yeah. is going to get that close on the 20-foot line because nobody knows what 20 feet is in our game. Yeah, exactly. 
apparently it's like two cars or something. No, it's it's, it's like one Corolla and <laughs> change. It yeah, it's what was it one point two one Corollas or something like that. So the the Corolla is what like sixteen point. No, it was like feet? eighteen. No, it was sixteen point something feet. I'm pretty I sure. Swear yeah, God, it's, it's, it's about four, It's like three and a half four feet. That you have to add to the Corolla. So one and a quarter Corolla. So one Corolla and a Teflon laying down. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. God. That's an extra foot and a half, I'll have you know. All right, so one Corolla and four Bilbos. Is that better? That, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> it still hurts, but different. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, are you only six Bilbos? I think so. <laughs> He's like four and a half Bilbos, let's be honest That's true. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, so, okay, because this is one of those things, like, you got into Anthgard, you're in 8.0, you've, have you always played Monk, or did you, did you dick around with other classes first and decide Monk was the best? Cause... I technically originally started signing in as Archer, but there was no loner Archer gear, um, mm-hmm. and then I decided Monk because I didn't want to have to deal with spells, and I still don't want to have to deal with spells. Magic <laughs> confuses me. I hit things, that's what I do. It's also why I play Barbarian. Yep. I hit yeah, things and I say the heal and cantant and the uh, res and cantant and that's 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 what I got. Let's just command and subdue though. For barbarian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to cast spells. The real oh, reason is yeah. Conan. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, the real reason is Conan. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then once I got onto monk, I was like, there are no paragon monks. I've got to be the first paragon monk in our <laughs> kingdom. Are and then Squishy became monks? our first Paragon monk. Oh, okay, I was going <laughs> to ask. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. No. no. <laughs> if you guys give Bilbo Paragon monk, I'm going to hurt somebody. Clover. Hey, Clover, if you're yeah. listening to this, <laughs> I'd like to turn in a recommendation for Bilbo to get Paragon monk. Jesus. Also, to get Paragon Bilbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... yeah. He's the most Bilbo Bilbo, so he, he really exudes Bilbo-ness. I would agree. He does. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. So coming into Amthgard then, what was the... the hardest maybe thing to adjust to not just like in life but specifically in amp guard like what for both of you was the thing that you had the most trouble getting into and, and understanding shot timing oh that's a good one yeah. well it's hard to coming in at mystic glade sorry mm-hmm. radiant valley <laughs> <laughs> and then trying to work on on shot timing yeah uh trying to we used to call it your your combat computer right mm-hmm. yeah um it is. It starts out at a potato, or most everyone does, and yeah. it has to evolve. And at a heavy stick park like uh, like Radiant Valley, you, that computer needs to start upgrading uh, pretty fucking quick. Yeah, or you or get you get yelled at or something like that. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that's one thing that I think our park has gotten a lot better at as we've gone through. Because I mean, looking at it now, where Pre-COVID, of course, uh, the big movers and shakers at uh, at our park had brought out a lot of new people. Yep, mm-hmm. had and and we weren't having these fights of stopping battle games to say, uh, you know, hey, what's going on? It it seems that not everyone's on the same page with how shots are called or something. Which I don't want to make it sound like that's what we did in the past. It was never that dramatic, right? I mean, we certainly had people like that at RV in, in recent memory, but it was, I think our method of dealing with them was better than it used to be. Yeah, and our method of dealing with them now is to take the most charitable approach that you possibly can, right. assume that they don't understand, and step to the side and show them. I remember Beefy, and I even remember Patches, stepping aside with people and going, you know, hey, I... Uh, before we get into the battle game, I wanted to do a quick rundown of like everything that's going to go on, how the shots are called, all of that uh, stuff like that. Because 
this is one of the whole never assume malice when uh, uh, ignorance is a perfectly good excuse or whatever yeah, that goes. Uh, uh, not Occam's Razor, right? Occam's Occ- Razor? Yeah, no, Occam's Razor is the assume the solution with the fewest possible variables. Sure, yeah. Either that, way, that's yeah, not assume, assume ignorance, don't assume malice, because a lot of players, when they're new, they just don't know. And if you watch two really high-level fighters, um, the best example in recent memory is Sir Gillen and Subway at a tournament, and I, you and I are reaving, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they go through some wicked exchange. They're both Florentine, and they, they somebody dies, and they both look at us, and they go, who won? And I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking know, like... This was a Dragon Ball Z fight. I'm trusting you guys to work it out, dude. And, and then they start unpacking it like they do because mm-hmm. they understand. So mm-hmm. they're like, I did this and you caught it here. And then I did this and you caught it here. And then I threw here and you parried. And I'm like, I didn't see most of those shots. I mean, to right? some degree as a tournament, like, because there is a difference between a tournament reeve and a battle game reeve, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for a good tournament reeve is being able to recall what happened. You don't actually have to be a good fighter to do that. You just have to have experience in watching and understanding how things are happening. Oh, I'm not a good tournament reeve. We just desperately needed reeves yeah, for this. I know. And that. <laughs> well, no, I just wanted to make that distinction, yeah. right? Like, I actually when, like tournament reaving. Yeah, I do too. I'm so bad at it. Um, but all you need to do is be able to come back and replay everything because you can't feel the shots because you're not the person, right? Mm-hmm. But you can facilitate the recall of, hey, uh, like using Zeb and Jan, the the uh, example, uh, Subway, you threw high and it looked like Zeb. Blocked it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then Zeb returned with this, and then uh, both through at this timing. Was any of them, you know, a hit or something like that? Or did yeah. you break on your rap shot that you threw here? Right. Uh, or something like that. So um, I listen for, for pops. Uh, the... The the timing is from flack, the sound flack. Things, That's the game that we play now? That's how you're going to describe <laughs> shots to me? Yeah. Um, is there... Uh, so you got in. Mm-hmm. You... Uh, played you, Quan actually started coming up to uh, Radiant Valley at one point. Uh, what about what time was that, and what prompted it? Um, so I, after I graduated from college, uh, my mom was really sick, so I moved back to uh, over here to help out with her and to be able to visit her while she was in the hospital in Knoxville and be able to help her when she got out of the hospital and came home. Um, so that's when I moved back here in 2017 and started coming out to Radiant Valley. Um, that's, that's what, that's what prompted it was moving <laughs> back home. Uh, and when did you, uh, start coming back? Cause you had seen us a long time ago, but yeah. when did you actually start coming back out regularly? 2018. The very end of 2018. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're right at... That kind of sucks because you're right at two years in and one whole year. One of it whole was year has been pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> been yeah. <the> COVID. <laughs> so we actually have an interesting divide on this table. Um, we have PMs on this side and we have monarchs on this side. Asterisk. <clears throat> you were a monarch. For three months. For like 30 minutes. I was pro Weren't you prince before? Yeah, that's true. I was. Yeah, yeah <laughs> You were a princess. Um, he. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we were Teffy. a principality. Yeah, I was right. Princess Teffy at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So we have sort of a... Um, I liked your 
princess reign. I thought it was fun. <laughs> we kind of have a, a, a prime ministry through the ages. This is like the new face of prime ministry. We've got, you know, the, the transition. middle ground. Yeah, and then and then we have the world's oldest man. Um, <laughs> look, look, they, they get we more the haggard as they go down the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I want to get, because you've all sat the role, you're currently sitting it, and without incriminating yourself and all the money you're embezzling, um, tell us kind of what that role is like, and we're going to go down the line, and I want to know like what your experience was with the role. Which way down the line are we going? All right, so starting, starting with me, the yeah. newest. Because um, uh, <laughs> you're currently PM, your memory is going to be the freshest. Thank so, like, what's the what's the flow. worst part about being what's KPM? The worst what's the most part rewarding part about being KPM? Is that you basically have to do all of the same kingdom stuff as the monarch. Like, you're involved in like the ban process. Yeah. You're involved in all of. Well, for me at least, I've I've been you know. Um, what's questioned about like varying calls that we're going to make with the decision making process and then of course the bod stuff so you're involved in like the main three branches of monarchy (laughs) on top of all of the paperwork that you have to do yeah pretty much everything minus the the international scene you kind of do you sit in on yeah yeah um okay so that's been the hardest part is just like the sheer volume of things because when i went in i i expected you know, when I was working as scribe, I just did a lot of paperwork stuff. And so I was like, oh, I'm really good at paperwork. That'll be fine. No, it turns out it's all of it. So, <laughs> so do you think there's anything that the KPM currently does that should actually be split off to just the BOD? Or do you even think that the KPM should be on the BOD? Seat? All of the paperwork. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of the... BOD stuff that I'm doing, I feel like could be picked up more by the BOD. Um, Because what else are they doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's our our Kapora's fault, basically. Yeah. And it is the Kapora's fault. Because if if the Kapora gave more power to the BOD, then they would have the authority to do those things. And I wouldn't have to do it as the person who has that authority, right? We we have not been kind uh, our board of directors goes through phases where either people are like no uh, either the the sentiment is either no one cares about the board of directors because they're not doing anything and they're not doing anything in part because that responsibility as you said Vidalia is being taken up by some of the primary offices and then also as you said their their ability to act on things is very restricted yep. because when our Kapoor was being put together, uh, our, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Our, our parent kingdom also had a problem where there had been, I'm not going to call it a coup because that's way too dramatic, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> way too accurate, <laughs> but there, a power shift. there had been a power shift and people were questioning how much power the board of directors should have and it's whether it should have coup, any, but it's pronounced power shift. That guy, yeah. right, right. <laughs> and so we, Ooh, that's a good game by the way. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We at the time, uh, the people that were putting together our our Kapora favored the idea that the monarchy would be the ones to make the uh, the decisions and not the board of directors. And inadvertently wrote the Kapora in such a way that the board of directors was able to do basically nothing. I mean, look look through. Th- this is a challenge for any Winners Edge people. Look through our Kapora and point out more than five things 
that is solely the BOD's responsibility. Man, that's a generous one. I would have given it like three things. <laughs> that are solely the board of directors' responsibility. And then here's the other part of that challenge. Go to the other kingdom's Koporas and look at what their board of directors do. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, a big part of this too is that the board of directors is its own entity. So I don't know that other kingdoms like Polaris is probably the best example because they have one of the most modern Kapoors. Nine Blades obviously has the probably one of the best. Oh, and theirs is so good. Either kingdom, though, if you look at their Kapoors, what their BOD does probably isn't defined because it's its own entity. You know what they do? They deal with the legal matters of running the kingdom. I mean, like, that, that was loosely what I was getting at. Like, we, yeah. have, we put so much on our KPM, and then, uh, not the last solving, but like two, three things ago, we added more things for the key KPM to do. Right, uh, the yeah. receipts and mm-hmm. the... Yeah, funny. having to post things publicly. Yeah, yeah I was... All good things. I was glad to run that all thing, but not glad to have to deal with things after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I passed it off after that. Yeah, again, all good things, just... I'm looking at seeing how if we can split some of this stuff up uh, real, realistically or something like that. So, uh, Quan, let's get into your time as KPM. Uh, I mean, what was the worst part? What was the, the best part? I mean, kind of give me the highlights. So, <laughs> so for me personally, uh, what I found to be the worst part is that the KPM did have so many things to do. Technically, the KPM was it was just forced on the KPM because technically it says that it's a board of director member that's supposed to be doing right. filing of the taxes and and other other such things like that that involve things outside of game and interacting with the mundane world. Yeah, we live, but in, a, since, we live in a scenario where we could literally lose our nonprofit status because you were busy dealing with something at an event. Yeah, but the, the problem was that since the KPM holds a board of directors seat. They would just be like, well, the KPM can do that because they're already on the bank account and they already know all the things. And we'll just push it off to them so the, the board of directors doesn't have to do that. And it was just, it was more that it was just traditionally done that way right. than that's how it should have been handled. And I wish I had done something to change it, but I believe it's working towards a nice transition at this point. Quan, I'm going to let you finish. But <laughs> <laughs> so since I came into the KPM spot and I can now see like all of the. Uh, organizational structure that's been like left behind generationally from KPM to KPM. Uh, I saw Quan's work in all of the like uh, drives and email organization and everything like that. And I'm really grateful for the organizational um, steps that Quan took as KPM. It made my job so much easier. Um, when I when I came in, there were three thousand emails <laughs> that oh had not God. been organized into the no. uh, email folder. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry that boys took it over after me. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but like looking back, I could exactly see the date that it was that Quan had gone through and like organized everything, but not. It was like two weeks before I handed off my hat. Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 but I did it. I organized it. But my, my favorite part of KPM personally is was always getting to be at events. Like it was stressful like the two weeks before events, well the month before events because I was setting up the Square store, making sure that there were payments going through, right. making lists to see who pre registered, making lists to figure out how much money I needed to give people and figuring out, hey, maybe we should give them the money beforehand and not just reimburse these people because that's ridiculous. (laughs) So we gave them the max budget and then they would give whatever was back with their receipts, which makes much more sense. Yeah. Cents and dollars and 
<laughs> Bitcoin. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I melted all my credit cards together in a fireplace. Is that a Bitcoin? <laughs> it is. Yeah. No, oh, I think sick. that's a Dogecoin. What the fuck's a Dogecoin? No, no. This is a Dogecoin. Hey, yeah. can can oh, this isn't the time? Somebody explain to me what an NFT is after this podcast. I don't even know what that stands for. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. But the best part was actually getting to be at events and enjoy them. And I feel so so sad that the past year's monarchy didn't get to have that. Because getting to see an event go off successfully, even though the three days after the event, I was doing so much more paperwork, checking receipts. And the last day of the event was double checking my accounting and making sure that I actually had what was in the bank account that was supposed to be in the bank account. And then freaking out because I forgot that I leave $100 in the Square Store account and thinking that it was $100 light on right. the regular account oh that's a fun one i i messaged flow immediately i was like flow <laughs> i'm missing a hundred dollars he's like oh no good luck with that it's like <laughs> flow i'm thinking of starting an only fans we're missing a hundred dollars but yeah um and or, or gate getting messed up so you have or to, gate getting yeah. oh god gate got messed up so many times i tried to streamline it so bad and then every time it, every every event it was messed up i I did all I could. And, and I know Geraldo was on Gatecraft for a lot of it, and it wasn't his fault personally. It either. wasn't either, but yeah. it's just such an influx of people that yep. Friday night that it just all goes to shit immediately. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we all tried. We all tried so hard. <laughs> well, I mean, this this is for me where like we we try to get Gatecraft a roll Gate shifts as like an hour or something like mm-hmm. that, which. It sucks, but I feel like it should be like a two or four hour thing for each person so that you yeah. can, as the gate crap or as a PM, either one, whoever's available at that time, can go through exactly what needs to be done and be there for like an hour mm-hmm. and help them and then go leave. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I was a, I was a very dictator-y gate crap when I was a gate crap, so that's <laughs> just how I expected you have to everybody be. else to gate crap. And... Apparently not everybody else is as mean as me. Uh, also, the first time I gate credit, I offered a belt flag to my volunteers that I hand embroidered, and I hated that. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I still only got like five volunteers, but jeez, oh, I I tried. I volunteered Wonder twice if we for put two bonus belt flags. For it, and if we get people to line up or not. <sighs> I kind of feel like you should just like gate credit is the easiest fucking volunteer position. You sit in a fucking booth, you have a checklist of names, and mm-hmm. then you just take fucking money. And you have a checklist of what to do every time one of those names comes in. There mm-hmm. should be like five things that you're doing. There, Yeah. There's well, like generally fair, five pieces of really paper. that's not really the gate crap. That's just people doing gate. Though. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. It's fair. But Can we give snacks for it? Because I would do it for snacks. Yeah, snacks is probably I'm just going to have a couple of Would you of do onions? it for a Scooby snack? Depending on the day of the event, <laughs> snacks might be better than bonus Scooby credits. Scooby snack. So, <laughs> snacks both? and bags of ice. <laughs> So, okay, if, if Vidalia is helping to sort of renovate the house that Quan helped build the foundation for, then Flo, you are the ancient bedrock from which the bricks were carved. And so nothing. old and here <laughs> since the beginning of time. Tell us about the, the, the very the first studs. primordial prime ministry. I'm, I'm just making old yeah. jokes. I would say that he's, he's the I, blueprint, right? I, actually, no. Uh, Payam mm-hmm. was largely the, the architect of our record keeping. Right. Yep. For Winter's Edge and was largely the person that set in place the I won't say the way that we do things nowadays, but certainly what was considered our standard way of running quals, holding tournaments and, and things like that. Um, keeping a budget. Yeah, keeping a budget. Um Keeping he, records of that budget. Uh, <laughs> he was the one that started the Winter's Edge Ledger, which all of you will have had to have dealt with at one point. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Not 
Pi's fault. It's can just we, horrible dealing with big ledgers. Can we yep. save the syllable and call it the Winter's Ledger? Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I uh, uh, I came back into the game, uh, and shortly after that, I took over Prime Minister from Pyam. Pyam had been moving into some other offices, and it was clear that this isn't always fair, but it is often how offices run, where one person will then be in an office on and off over a certain set of years. So like you may have someone who's prime minister three or four times over the course of say a four or five year period. Right. Right. And it was really clear to both Piam and I that I was going to be slotting into this position for a longer term stay. Uh, and, uh, so we had a great handoff. We, we communicated quite a bit, uh, at that point. Um, we had a great handoff and I was able to, take some of the things that he had built and move them in a direction that uh, I thought would be easier for people coming in that didn't have a lot of experience with it to understand. Um, Piam's uh, organization method is extremely mechanical. It is brilliant because it covers everything. And I knew quite a bit about Excel and stuff coming in. He had made a lot of documentation on how to do all of the stuff. I tried to take that and simplify it down because we don't have a base that always understands how to enter stuff into Excel sheets and what to do and stuff like that. Well, not only that alone, um, if you look at how, you know, even between the three of you, how the KPM uh, position changed as well uh, due to the necessity of, of legal huge, reasons to... Huge changes uh, just from here to there and yeah, from there to there. Just mm-hmm. to how our Kapora got changed or things like that too. Like it's a... it's. It's an evolving job as well, more so than I think the other positions. Yeah, um, uh, maybe Monarch not, but it, that's more of a recent thing. I feel. Yeah, well, it's mostly with the the AI situation that that's <laughs> true. Relatively new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, to kind of echo some of the things that uh, that Quantum Dedalia said, you just end up doing a lot. the The Prime Minister, when I held it, paid all of our taxes which is just one, a couple of clicks on a website, but it's actually going to the website and signing in and doing all of those quicks. Uh, well, clicks. and then, you, I mean, you can make it sound that easy, right? But the consequences of failure are we lose our nonprofit status and maybe worse. Uh, going in, I don't, I don't, I'm going to misword this because I don't remember what it's called, but re, re-ratifying our NPO status with the state, whatever that's... Yeah. Refiling. Yeah, refiling. NPO status. Um, with the... Uh, which is also a couple of clicks on a computer, if yeah. I'm being honest. It is. And knowing some addresses. Yeah, well, and again, that changed too, I would assume, at some point. We actually right? had a problem at one time filing because our address used to be Avi's home address at that time because he was the one that filed our original... Avi, Avi filed our original MPO papers. And then he moved at some point, so he had to go intercept some mail and like... Well, and, and Avi the whole time uh, is like, hey, I'm moving, just thought I'd let you know. This is probably important. Yeah, huh. and then we didn't do anything about it. So, uh, so that caused a problem. That in too, just a few clicks. But it's something else you have to consider. You're also you're running the board of directors elections. You're running the monarchy elections twice the year. You watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. Yep. Can't lean on the 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 set. Yeah. Sorry, I was lamenting KPM. No, no, no. You can't put that back. We have to have a teamster come and put it back up. Put it. <laughs> okay, you make jokes, but that happens right I, here. I've like, worked with Jimsters. Yeah, yes, we've I had know. to. Um, what? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Unions. No, <laughs> it's fine. It's actually a good thing for like job protection, but the Teamsters take it a weird step yeah, too far. Yeah, sometimes like 
they uh, my dad had a, a situation where he, they couldn't plug in an AC unit because that's that wasn't uh, their job right that's an electrician's job so the people the the hvac people who put the ac stuff in couldn't actually plug it in despite <laughs> all it is is just plugging a plug in yep. to a wall yeah yeah it's it's sometimes it goes too far but like generally i think it's more or less a good thing yeah. Big oof. You, sorry for distracting no you're okay so you've it's got actually your, vidalia's fault that's, that's our honest. fault to be yeah. honest yeah <laughs> for getting hit with a shield the uh mm-hmm. you've got two filings you have to do neither of which are hard but it's something that you have to do right mm-hmm. you have uh, board at of, this board of directors yeah at this really time cool. you had quals that you had to run and prep for okay. and there was a there was a lot of prep work in leading up to quals and there was a lot of reporting work you had to do after quals you were running uh board of directors elections once a year you yep. were running two full monarchy elections uh all things once a year you're running two all things once a year and every single one of these things requires prep work from the prime minister that people don't see they don't see the amount of work that has to go leading up to that mm-hmm. and they don't see the the huge amount of work that happens afterwards i mean this is where i felt like once i started looking into it um where monarch in the previous section before crown uh, awards uh, got two points and the kpm only got one and i was like this is backwards to be mm-hmm. perfectly honest it was backwards at the time oh yeah For or, us, or anyway. both should have had two yeah or something like that mm-hmm. uh or none. You get nothing. In, in addition to all of that, Vidalia mentioned earlier, you're having to do board of directors stuff, which if it's being done well, means that you're meeting fairly frequently to discuss stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of depends on the time of year and what's going on. I think that meets quarterly now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's normally or an hour or two out of your day. At least required quarterly. I think that the board of directors was actually meeting more often than that for a little while. Mm-hmm. It depends um, on the board. Like, it, yeah, it depends yeah. on the board. And what's like, been we, brought to the board. We don't give our yep. board a lot of shit to do, so we right. meet more than you have to. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're checking in with all of your local prime ministers because they're having elections. You're having to introduce yourself to the new people that are coming in and all of that stuff. So all of these things you're taking care of, and if those were your only jobs, that might still be... Oh, that, that is a huge amount of work. I remember telling Quan when she was coming in, I said, you should count on spending more than 40 hours a week in just this at certain times of the yeah. year. Mm-hmm. There'll be some weeks where you spend zero or five hours, yep. but though more often it will be 20 plus hours or 40 plus hours when you're getting ready for an event. Yeah, mm-hmm. or an all thing or, or an all thing or whatever. Yeah, you have to spend the time. And then you also have to worry about like things that are totally out of your control. Here's a good example. What if someone submits something to your all thing that's just bonkers? Right, and so every single I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everyone a secret listening. Every single Winter's Edge all thing that we've ever had, there has been at least a couple proposals that caused a huge stir. It changes every single time, but it's always something. Yeah, and the Prime Minister and the monarchy, as an extension of that, are the ones that are having to deal with that. Then you have bans on top of that, and for the one that I went through, we banned a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, it was we had just now gotten kingdom. Um, some of you the finally had the power to make the bands that were necessary and weren't being done at the time. Well, and it, this is kind of one of those things too, where this was there was a culture shift that was going on in Ampgard mm-hmm. into something that I very much wanted to see the culture shifted away from and the new one towards. And we also kind of reached a point where. There are some of those bands that if I could go back and do it again, I would have done it differently. Mm-hmm. 
There is a large portion of those bands, though, that if I could go back and do it again, I would have punched the person before <laughs> I banned them because they were, they were horrible people that deserve to be banned. Um, I'm not going to name names. These are not people that I have ever considered friends. These are people that needed to go. They, the reasons that they go, I still cannot talk about because of the privilege of the prime minister's office. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that they're gone. I'm glad they're no longer a part, of, a part of our game. Getting rid of those heavily horrible, negative, sexist, racist elements in our game has allowed us to move into the more family-friendly, cooler version that we are now. And yeah, we still have our problems. We still have stuff that comes up. It is way better than it was five years ago uh, even, and 10 years ago especially. Um, and AmpGuard as a whole has shifted towards that. That wasn't just our kingdom that did something cool or unusual. I there mean, was, yeah, because like when you were in your last term before I took over, that's when they adopted the original COC. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, but before that, we didn't have any kind of COC, so it was more like, what do we do with this person? Ah, I don't know. Just let him fight it out. It'll probably be. Yeah. What does their local monarch say? Mm-hmm. Mm. He um, knifed a motherfucker. Should he keep his belt? <laughs> <laughs> you can't knife a motherfucker and keep it. <laughs> if it's to mean anything. Yeah, I, I love him. It's in our intro. Um, He's such a good storyteller, too. But yeah. yeah, so all of that is to say that um, we had a culture shift that started because of the COCs coming in. And because AmpGuard as a whole, the culture was shifting away from frat boy beach culture, I guess is a great way to put I've it. I've heard the attitude era. Yeah, the attitude yeah. era. Yeah. Um, into, uh, into kind of a more modern uh, take on it. The PG era. Um, we're, we are a microcosm of what's going on on the internet. Like every other social group that exists around the internet right now. I mean, we are a microcosm, but we're also in some degrees shifted. Like we're not a great representation due to who's more likely uh, to play this game. Yeah, that's true. Well, right. That's true. Um, but uh, but yeah, there was a there was a lot of people that had to get. I I'm I wish I could remember the total, but there was there was something like fifteen bands that got done, and there are probably four of them that I regret how they were handled at the uh, at the time. Yeah. So uh, it's. Uh, it's one of those things where you have to make a make a decision, and COCs have certainly made it uh, easier. But the amount of work to, to cap all of this off, the amount of work is insane, and the amount of work on the monarch is absolutely it can be absolutely yeah. insane as well. And some of the things that other kingdoms have adopted, which uh, we talked about handing some of those responsibilities off to the board of directors, which makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. A senator system. Mm-hmm. A senator system for the monarch <sighs> where the senator would deal with all of the not-our-kingdom stuff, not our stuff yep. the yep. the greater AmpGuard world, and that, that leaves the monarch to deal with the things that are going on within their own kingdom. Um, uh, I mean, it is... It could make the load a lot a lot easier for the, the, the positions to, to do their jobs efficiently. Um, hey, so speaking of really long stories, we never did get to hear your craziest or, or favorite moment in Amthgard. Um, do you have one of those like, oh shit, this thing happened kind of stories? I got him. Had to spring that on you. I just, you know. You're so mean. Um, <laughs> this is whack interviews, whack interviews, whack. 
I feel like we've not been doing a lot of the interviews. Well, tell the story and then we can flip the table. We'll start oh, hogging God. the mics. And come on now. Oh, God. We were, <laughs> yeah, you're going to we have were, to. We were going to interview you guys first. I was and like, this isn't how non men do things. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk very differently than you guys. I mean, that's true. We're drinking, 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 fight. They're over here just going straight through. And we're like, let's just. Take our time. We'll come back to it. We've got this. Like, um,. It's I don't remember an, those questions. It's <laughs> been a fucking hour. An hour? Um, I don't know. My brain just shut down. Craziest ant guard story. Craziest ant guard Drink some more Dr. Enough. It helps. I don't have any Dr. Enough. Uh, I was drinking tea. I don't either. By the way, these <laughs> drinks were provided by Quan. They're from, what's the? Pals. Pals. Yeah, which has horrible food, but great, great drinks. <gasps> hey, I'll Don't even lie. You. Those Frenchie fries are the best. Yeah, Frenchie fries, fries beat ass. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. I like that when I said you had hor- they had horrible food, everyone was like, but they're potatoes. They're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like the chili dogs. McDonald's, pota- McDonald's french fries, if you don't eat them within the 30 seconds they come through your window into your car, they're garbage. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Frenchy fries have fucking seasoning on them. They can be cold mm-hmm. and they're still good. Mm-hmm. I would suck the seasoning I... off them and throw the fry away. They All right, so let me, let me re-ask the question the way um, a, a non- Male might ask it. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? I'm about to throw Bilbo at you. (laughs) Oh, throw Bilbo at me. I want to pin him. Give me a Bilbo. Put him on this mouse pad and we'll slide him across. Maybe once you're no longer distracted by a Bilbo. Oh, he's just going to lay on the table. He's like, this mouse pad's for me, right? Thank you. Bilbo, tell us your craziest story in Amph Garden. Well, Bilbo's craziest story would probably have to do with him getting out of his harness one day and then running across the field in the middle of a battle game to find me Is during a kingdom event. Fascinating. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was at the murder barn, too. So he ran a hot minute to find me. You know, <laughs> I think we were in a woods battle, too. And I'm like, my dog's about to get murdered. Look at it. With all the follies of the murder barn. I still think it's one of our better sites that we've had. I like. I mean, it okay. it's so great for I questing. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the woods were awesome. I mean, it was gonna break somebody's ankle, but the woods were awesome. It oh, may or may not have taken so much ankle. room. I I liked for for my nighting. One of the things that I ask the the kingdom in general was that everybody camp. Don't get hotel rooms. Everybody camp if if you possibly can. Like, there's health considerations and stuff to take into account. And we had a huge tent city. Yeah, that, that got started there, and I loved it. I loved going back to older Amp Guard. Yeah, and, I'd love to to see more. Honestly, just straight up campouts, like where where you have to tent in, or mm-hmm. still be close enough for those who don't want to to have hotel options. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a confession to make, guys. I've never been camping. <laughs> I've never slept in a tent. Oh, really? Not once. It's I mean, okay. We'll set one up in Flo's yard. Yeah, I got a I got a camper so that well, I can I, glamp I mean, at guard. So <laughs> I want everyone to camp. Also, I'm bringing a tow behind yeah. camper. <laughs> I just want to be above all of you. I meant all of you plebeians. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be in the air conditioning. Yeah, I mean me too. But yeah, I, have, Joe. I have a trek pole camp now, so I need to go get trek poles so that'll work. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Craziest stories. Um, maybe. How I injured my knee was yeah. pretty wild. Uh, we were doing this awesome tournament at Gathering of the Crowns. Um, I believe it was the women's tournament. It's really hard to pinpoint when the knee got hurt because um, it really just was like the next day after 
getting really, really drunk, I stepped out of the car for the first time on our 24-hour drive back home and realized that my leg wouldn't take any weight, so that was really fun. Um, But it was in the middle of a tournament that I'm pretty sure is when it happened, but I don't really know because I got really, really blackout drunk. Um, Uh Before the tournament? No, 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 after the tournament. Um, Because there is is things involved, and I was a vegetarian, and they didn't have any food for me, so I just went and drank with the torches. Um, So I had Oh, that'll do it, yeah. Yeah, 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 I had like six to eight shots of whiskey on no food after fighting in a tournament. That's called Uncle Arthon's breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, I took a shot with each of the torches that I found. It was a great time um, until I blacked out about an hour later. Um, uh, but the tournament, uh, the tournament was really cool. Um, but what had happened was that somebody had taken my leg. So I was working on taking the leg and going down to my knees to be able to fight from their sword and board. And, but then they rushed me. And so I kind of fell on my knees instead. And I'm pretty sure that's where the injury happened, but I did pretty well. I got to at least bracket in that tournament. It was a non-men's tournament and i think then the very first person that i was bracketed up against was kiara so i was immediately thrown out of the bracket (laughs) (laughs) um oh have you guys interviewed kiara not Not yet yet. you should interview kiara yeah we we reached out to her and then she was basically starting to run her own business like a couple of weeks later so we kind of lost our window but we're working on Finding time for all of us, and then we've got a couple other people that we need. I don't to find remember time if it was too. recorded, but she ran a um, uh, a battle games uh, lesson thing. Yeah, because uh, I'm actually really good. I'm pretty sure when I was looking on her work, she's got like a master smith. Yeah. Like oh, cool. she's awesome. She's really. Cool. Oh yeah, she's a legit thing, a good interview. The one thing I took from that class that I didn't know because uh, I've done a lot and I've gone to a lot of these classes, so I picked up a lot of like generic stuff. But um, they use the um, what is it? Uh, survey tape. Right. Mm-hmm. And golf tees as the mm. things to put into it. So if you forget a golf tee, it's wooden. So uh, it'll just, yeah. you know, it's fine. Right. It's not a metal stake in the ground or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another cool thing was getting to fight Sir Boots at oh, Gathering the awesome. Crowns a couple of. Oh, Boots was there? Yeah. It was. Um, I'm shocked. 2019. Uh, she came to the uh, Lioness meeting. And uh, then I got to, yeah, I got to uh, fight her on the ditch field. I doubt she remembers me. Um, She was (laughs) fighting polearm with a sword and board beside her and I was terrified, but I decided to try for it anyways. I definitely thought I was going to lose my knees that day and it was the year after I got my knee surgery. So it was extra scary, but (laughs) first rule of fighting polearm well. Everyone here signed a waiver, <laughs> right? Yeah, you. First, no, no, no. That's not everyone how I fight says. Polearm. P, uh, polearms are not people, so you just take it in stride and realize you're not people anymore, and you can just hit anyone however you want. Yeah, yeah. that's this, right. This is not how I fight polearm. You, you <laughs> oh, have no. Friend. That's your mistake. It's like it's <laughs> like that's chain. That's why I don't have Paragon Monk. <laughs> yeah, it's like chain and jugging. You have no friends any longer. Nope. You you have targets. <laughs> yep. Jugging in general, you just have yeah. No that's true. <laughs> I want to jug so bad. Soon <laughs> we can't. We cannot jug at Radiant Valley. Yes, Why we can. not? We did it because once. we've already destroyed we one it. park doing nothing. Jugging. We had fun. Oh, is that what we had? Gillen brought we his did kid. It like, yeah, he I did. Mean, technically, two years ago, but I want to say last year because last year didn't exist for me. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. It's pandemic time. It's just no. Quick. We just can't do it too often. Is a thing. We got to make a, a special thing about it, and then everyone yeah. shows up. We jug every few months. Yeah. Isn't there some jugging supposed to be happening here? 
It's happening at the same time as Buccaneers respites. Uh, Currently. I don't know mm-hmm. if it'll change or not. Uh, I, I kind of hope it does. I, I don't care who moves. I think it would be easier for the jugging day to move. Yeah, because they were the, the, the second. Basically, yeah. Right? Like, I think so. that would be better. I'm hoping. I just I just want it to get moved so I can do both. That's I want to go up to Buccaneers. I've never. I haven't been. You guys have been I a couple of times. Uh, Buccaneers respites. Oh, see, awesome. It's we so need to fun, go. guys. Yeah, like, yeah it's a lot of fun. Well, to now some that I'm degree, vaccinated, I'll totally go places. Yeah, to some degree, it's really You're not vaccinated? No, I am vaccinated. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were about to like unload, <laughs> and like, then tomorrow Ew! Bilbo's getting vaccinated. <laughs> um, no, but Buckingham's kidding. respite is like for me because we we've talked about Sleeping Dragon and stuff like that, right? Yeah, um, a lot on the podcast. But they to me represent everything that was good about that time frame with Sleeping Dragon and everything like that, um, and nothing that was bad uh, from it. And I don't know if that's like uh, the best. Uh, uh, marketing speech for them but like for me like i go out there and i genuinely just go to play and have fun and it's so good we're all very distracted because flo is what drawing is or writing drawing something. faces uh, oh, okay stick on his mic stand i guess i don't know shouldn't we be giving those to 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 vidalia <laughs> to do no no no. this is uh this will be vidalia's week off as well so oh, okay so these are the... gonna be our whackheads for this week yep. is that yeah, what you're yeah. saying <clears throat> all right, get going, Flo. I've, you got, I've you got quite a few more. I'm done. These are, these are oh, our yeah, heads for right. this. You have <laughs> already <laughs> drawn them, haven't you? Already, yeah, they're already done. All right. Well, listen, you complained about it, so you ask us questions now. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite color? I'm colorblind. How <laughs> absolutely rude. I think mine's Obscura. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good choice. Oof. Let's look at it that way. Um, blue, because bard. That's not... That's not <laughs> way to keep on topic there. I thought you couldn't see cold colors. I fucking... I just... That's why we had to be team warm last blue. time. It's it's not... Nonsense. Okay, I can't explain color blindness on this podcast. I can I, I can understand blue. Coney Newerky, that's how Flo you explain. has his hand <laughs> raised. Yes, Flo. Colors are separated into cold and warm, presumably. I don't understand it either. It's and, an hard thing. Yes. And neutral. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, jeez. This is why they don't. All right, we're flipping it back around. I get to ask you questions. What? No, 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 explain no. colors. <laughs> can you but why colors, though? But can you can you explain me colors? No, no, I can't. Okay. Uh, my favorite color is blue, and every every company or household I've ever been a part of had blue in its color, except for one. That was the first one that I joined. And that was your first mistake. Was Hello, that, can you was ex- Sons of Raw a company originally? It was. It was a funny. Company. Ah, okay. That is Are it. all of you saying that blue is your favorite color because you're all wearing blue? Yes. No. Blue has always Purple's been my favorite, my favorite color. Uh, <laughs> and it just so happens that I joined companies that also had blue. All mm-hmm. good things are blue. Water, the sky, Water's the Taco clear. Bell sign. It, the taco, taco Bell's purple. It, it was actually... colorblind. Right. Right, so right, right, right. It was... It actually... My One of my really good friends, their I favorite really color is red. And we actually <laughs> always imagined it was because back in the day when physical arcades were a thing, uh, oh God, the colors were always changed. red and blue, and I always sat in the blue chair. Uh, and I don't know if that's actually the reason, but we had theorized that... Or hypothesized that that was mm, the reason. Are you messing up my Princess Mononoke? I'm trying to keep poster? from messing it up because I bumped into it. How could you with set, it, set it up on the sound panel or something? Get it out of your way. Oh, so when it falls, it kills me? Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, that's that, brilliant. did I say it weird? <laughs> well, we talked about PM stuff, but can we talk about monarchy stuff? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Yeah, other side of the table. <laughs> Princess no, so Teffy. We come back around. Yeah, that's yeah. How, yeah, that's that's how that's how non-men do this. Oh, that's how we gotcha. throw down. <laughs> Uh, oh, so is there another thing behind it? Great. I was going to do a lean. Uh, Prince 
good lord. Probably 2010. Either 2010, 2011, something like that. Can yeah. somebody pull up the, amped, I was uh, in the high school amped wiki? Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like I got uh, Apple Watch a <laughs> year in uh, college or something like that, um, and I actually started because uh, which kingdom was it? Taldegor, I think, was coming up for votes, um, and I was like, oh, cool, so they're coming up for votes. Uh, so I started looking into the process of uh, the proposal process for becoming a kingdom, and I went and looked at their kingdom proposal, and I was like holy crap we're nowhere near this yeah like i stopped mid like stride and was like well okay um this is not going to be useful work for me so i just focused on uh this was really hard because my memory is not super great about it but i just focused on uh the 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 current time i guess of what's in winter's edge so i tried to um and at that time really i didn't have a whole lot of work to do at that point um i tried to just make things fun uh provide the you know lineup of autocrat and feastocrat and everything like that so that we can have a fun time at events that's really all i did at that point um handed out awards i guess probably (laughs) you did um and then i was pro tem monarch uh 2018 spring of 2018 2019 2019 well 2019 spring 20 oh no spring 2020 yeah it was 2020 because i yeah that's right uh oh it was symposium yeah, yeah, it was yeah, at yeah, symposium. Yeah, yeah. So After symposium, I was the monarch when, that. Oh yeah, yeah, the monarch in Winter's Edge had to cancel the first event for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, for COVID, um, mm-hmm. and that was interesting um, because we didn't. No one understood COVID at the time, um, mm. and there was a little bit of. Oh, we really shouldn't have to cancel and this, that, and the other. It's, yeah, we're overreacting. It's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. bad. Yeah. And so, um, it, or how it was. Uh, uh, transmitted and things like this we weren't all on board from it so uh, i went ahead and made the decision just to go ahead and and not right Mm -hmm. um which worked out because uh the site that was booked uh was at fall creek falls but it was a group camp that we didn't use before but -hmm. on the pictures looked fantastic on Uh the the text of what it provided looked fantastic and then i believe Cade and a group uh from there went to go take a look at it and it was not good for us at all. Yeah, it was it the difference oversold. between Group Camp 1 and Group Camp 2. Mm-hmm. Group Camp 1, bad. No use. Group Camp 2, awesome. <laughs> well, even like I said, even on the text and everything, everything looked really, really, really good until mm-hmm. you got on site. Um, yeah. There would be was no- it phrased in one of those ways where they could technically still be correct? Like bathrooms, yeah, you can poop here. And I mean, like <laughs> they never explained how many or the amenities. The or, like- big problem was we didn't know like the field size or something, and I think ah. that was okay. It was able to be work around, but the feast hall or what we would use for the feast hall um, could only seat like forty people. Mm. That was it. Mm. Ew. Uh, so lots of laps. It. Yeah, Cade was like, uh, "Well, there's two things we could do." One of them is break it up into meal tickets so that everyone has it at a different time, which is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And then, or we could do it all at once, but everyone has to be at like different places, which kind of sucks, but mm-hmm. it is what we would have had to dealt with. So I'm kind of glad in a way that it didn't have to go that way so that uh, people didn't feel like they had a really crappy event or something like that. Even though, it dodge, yeah. Yeah, even though it could have been just fine. It just been, you know, weird things that happened. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Let's see what else did I do. I hated handing out awards through COVID. Um, it feels mm-hmm. really shallow. 
doing an online award ceremony feels dude i like wrong. i had no idea how to deal with it so again i joke uh about uh <laughs> how my perfect court is uh we put up a uh a list of names with their awards like a mtg pairings for the the tournament or something yeah. like that and just leave it alone and you can come up and find it and then find the tournament director and get your award and whatever that's my favorite way uh <laughs> but i recognize that's not what most people care about so i want to try and do well at those things but i'm not good at them and even worse at an online format so yeah you're expected to speak publicly a lot I don't know why I didn't expect that. <laughs> I like that part. I was like, oh, these people I mean, I don't mind say shit. necessarily oh, yeah. speaking publicly or anything like that. It's just, I don't hold, like, I hold awards very highly. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't mm-hmm. hold giving them out very highly, which is mm-hmm. a weird thing, I guess, in some ways. Um, but that's just me, my weirdness, I guess. Um, what else did I do? So, for in my position, it was kind of interesting and weird because a lot of people think that Winner's Edge is like this completely unified group or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not and the fractional divide is interesting because um, mm-hmm. everyone's trying to get to good places and everything like that. Um, and, and there's no real maliciousness to it, but whenever the quote unquote power structure flipped, mm-hmm. um, I got more uh, like I got a couple messages of something like, Oh, I'm glad someone else who's not part of the quote unquote Illuminati is in office and things like that. Um, which again, doesn't exactly exist. I mean, you can look and see that a lot of people who are related in some way, belt family to fighting company to household or something like that is in power and they are like-minded likely, but they're not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to do better as citizens in general of just allowing people to make the mistakes. Don't assume they're going to make the mistake already, you know, uh, so go ahead and give them your recommendations. Go ahead and give them um, a chance to respond to a, a bad situation or something like that, right? Um, Vote these people into office. Yeah. Start there. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but some some situations it's hard to or something like that, which is fine um, to me anyway. Like I, I can understand some people's argument of like, was it judge shopping or something like that? But uh, at the same time, like it it doesn't matter that much. Like just allow things to go. I'm going to say that we've mentioned this before and I'm going to say it again uh, here because I see this come up in almost all of the online arguments on the Winner's Edge page. And it's not just Winner's Winner's Edge, it's all of Amp Guard. Yeah, it's not specifically. Mm -hmm. When uh, back in the day, uh, Pyam and Kazan and myself held a lot of offices and we were the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. We ran unopposed for almost all of them. I actually ran against Pyam in a race just so that we had an opposed race. Right. Uh, at one point, I don't know if this is true now because we've switched the, our rules, but at the point that I was prime minister, I actually went back and researched it, and something like 93% of every position that we have ever been able to vote for was totally unopposed. Wow, maybe it's because of how we treat our volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Uh, this came the, this thing came where it was like Kazan is Illuminati or Piam is Illuminati or Flo is and then the Seraphim became Illuminati. It's pushing uh, field goal or whatever it's called. Uh, right? after moving the goalpost. Moving goalpost. Yeah, yeah pushing the, field goal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Simil- similar. <laughs> Have you seen football? <laughs> Once or twice. Oh, okay. I hate football. Oh, okay, that's fair. Football oh, or love... football? Don't come at me Ooh, with football. your European yeah, shit. Yeah, I'll watch even... some of that. <laughs> Actually, I won't. I played for so long, I can't deal with it. But yeah, and. The, the problem, of course, is that talk like this falls apart if you go more than one layer deep. 
Like yeah. it sounds like a great talking point, but it's not. It, there's no substance to it at all. And if you just look one level past it and say, well, okay, it, it this is where it falls apart too. And this is some of the excuses uh, that I hear that I'm sorry, audience just are not good enough. Well, they ran unopposed, man. Like, oh, well, no one would have beat them. Yeah. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. How You cannot simultaneously hold the position that only these people are running for office and getting it. And, well, if anyone else ran, they wouldn't get it. That is yeah. not a fair position to hold. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth is that people run for office because they've been running for office for a long time. Right. And the first time that you run for office, you probably won't get it. But that's okay. We just now had, I think it was a regent election where there was a lot of people up for regent. Three mm-hmm. or four. Three, yeah. three yeah. I think. And some of them were very new faces. Oh, there were multiple candidates for regent, for PM, and I think champion got left alone, but there were several people who wanted to run, and then one guy who we all wanted to run was like, I want to be champion, and we were all <laughs> like, fuck yeah, you do it, bud. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I like to see the new faces running. The fact that uh, that some of these new faces didn't win it the first time should not bother anyone. I didn't win the first election that I ran for. Mm -hmm. You have to put your name out there so people start to know who you are. It's a Mm -hmm. name recognition. It really is. If you don't win the election, you put your name out there and you set yourself up for the next time. I mean, my Mm -hmm. second term uh, for regent, uh, I ran for uh, Obscura or Libby ran against me. I was like, well, so if the correct vote should have been Obscura for the for the actual job in and of itself, but I think people knew who I was, so it's kind of a little bit of the the, the devil you know kind of aspect, mm-hmm. right? right? Mm-hmm. So this is the kind of weird thing Jeff's about... Jeff's the devil. What's that? Jeff's the devil. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought we've established that. Um, <laughs> um, but does he wear Prada? No, that's way too pretentious for me. I'm it like, would add some height. But that would be though. great for yeah, the true. feed picks. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Side note: One of my friends uh, has an Instagram thing called Helen of Toes that they take pictures of statues' feet, feet, uh, because of weird things. Which it's hilarious, by the way. <laughs> Side plug. Yep. Um, where were we again? Um, I got a trouble page for work. I'm going to be right back. You guys carry on. Yep. I'll tell my story in a minute. I don't, I don't know. Sure. Do you? Do you need... I'm on call this week. Oh, I know. Laptop's over. We're right there if you I need. Okay. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what we were doing. We were really talking excited. about unopposed elections and oh, Obscura. Right. you and Libby, so, uh, yeah. Obscura. Uh, Obscura should have been the one who everyone voted for, <laughs> but um, I, I think it's because they didn't realize the work that she would put in while she was my pro tem regent. Um because she picked up where some of my ideas left off. Mm-hmm. Like I had the stolen the idea of how to do the best of the best. Um, she picked it up and was like, you know what? We can still do this format, but it's all online. Here's how I'm going to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Which I was like, yep, rubber stamp that. Uh, but that's also my like leadership style. Um, like recently um, I took the reins from GMR from uh, Aldrich and mm-hmm. Aldrich was doing a bang up job yeah. as GMR. And he was running like... I don't remember manic Mondays, Wednesday wrangling and fun day, Friday or something like that. And posting mm-hmm. things. And he, and uh, he asked if I wanted to do it. And I was like, if you want to do it, keep going, man. But if you don't want to do it, I will pick it up. And then he, recently he's gotten, um, he's doing local stuff. Yeah. Though. He's doing local stuff. I think he's Monarch at DH now or dragon's hollow. Um, and it was like, Hey, I don't have the time if I'm going to do DH stuff, which I was like, cool, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then picked up from there. Uh, yeah. cause my motto yeah. is always, if someone is willing to do something, 
Let you are go. going to yeah. facilitate that because yeah. that puts new faces on these positions. And I get that uh, some people look at what I do and it's like, oh, Jeff's not really doing anything, which to some degree is true. Um, but I'm trying to get more people involved. Well, and so this is when, when I was looking for someone to, to belt, to, to do squires. This is actually one of the reasons that I uh, that I came uh, to you. Well, also we were living together at the time. That's true. But uh, <laughs> this is one of the reasons why I walked upstairs. Uh, was uh, to me. Uh, oh, we're seeing the front this time. Yep. Um, to me, one of the qualities of good leadership is um, not pressing yourself into the situation, but providing yourself to the situation. Right. And so that is what you do very well. You provide yourself to the situation there. If a massive amount of work needs to be done in the background, because other people are saying, I want to step up and do this thing. You help them do that thing. Yeah. That's harder to quantify for people. It's harder for people to do because you're the, your, your name isn't the one that's up on lights in the, the, in the thing, but it is still very, very important. And it's another one of those black holes that I feel like people that are volunteering and doing things like, cause it's not just you, there's other people that do uh, work similar to that get forgotten. Yeah. So one of the things that I pride myself in with offices is I don't ever feel like I get burnt out in them because I do delegate a lot of responsibility to other people if I can do so, or if people are willing to do something mm -hmm. like, uh, the last time I was champion, I think, uh, uh, Dark Moore was like, oh, I'll do the check weapons because Jeff's not going to, mm -hmm. which is not necessarily true. It but is because you'll it was be paid already off. Done. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's okay, be honest let's, here. That you was cheat. one of the ways that you could get your weapons passed on the original one because I was making fun of the thing of uh, the champion being a fought position. So I knew that if no one else ran who was like, we'll just call it fi uh, five orders or, or, or above or whatever, that I'm going to win that area probably. So... I just made fun of it, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, said that, oh, well, you should have voted for somebody because I'm going to allow you to bribe. It's $5 for an illegal weapon. It's whatever, yeah. this, <laughs> that, and the other, right? I paid you $5. Okay, that yeah. was the original one. And then you got your eye socket messed up, and I felt kind of bad about <laughs> I <did>. that. <laughs> I, I did. They, I, they, I think we said this on the show before, but I have had one of the many upgrade injuries I sustained is I had my ocular cavity cracked. So it's this bone right here, and it was cracked over and then straight up. So to, to frame this, Flo, when he got there, handed me a dollar to say I brought, he bribed me for the, the weapons check, which his weapons were legal to begin with. They, they might have been a little soft, if anything, but they weren't illegal. Mm -hmm. And then a polearm made it on the field that I didn't check, and it was cored out, and he got straight up uh, stabbed directly in his eye socket. And yeah. It was horrible, and I felt really bad about it. Sarah actually is the one that, uh, tie-dye is the one that disassembled the weapon afterwards and was like, I, I'm listening to her because I'm like laying there looking up at the ceiling uh, and she's like, oh, oh God, oh God. It's like more layers are coming off and she's finding out that this is just fire-hardened bamboo. Yeah, yeah, like it was a four-inch round uh, uh, polearm, but it kind of coned a little bit uh, to like three inches basically. Yeah. And then probably an inch of foam on either side and then the stab tip was gone basically. Yeah. Mm. There was no real cap. Yeah. <laughs> fun but yeah so i made fun of that uh because of the the bribes and stuff and 
fairly shortly after we <laughs> voted, uh, uh, we had an Alding vote that changed it to um, a voted position, which rightfully so. Um, yeah. You know, we have there's there's things to consider about like ADA compliance and stuff like that that mm-hmm. uh, for fought positions or whatever that's not a good way to do it old school yeah. we would actually there was clauses that kingdoms had where you could have a champion fight for you so mm-hmm. that only Except applied for, for everything but champion yeah but kingdom champion kingdom champion kingdom specific. Champion. yeah yep. that was a problem with our kapoor i was like hey because somebody actually came up and said hey like i'm i'm hand, like i'm in a wheelchair but i want to run for champion mm-hmm. yeah and we always hand waved it and then put somebody in there but like it legitimately was not in our rules to be compliant yeah we we hand waved it it was one of those things where we were like hey if we don't hand wave it or if somebody in charge decides they're not going to because they're a by the book kind of dude mm-hmm. that's that a problem we get sued and we fucking lose right yeah and deserve to and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, we deserve to lose, but it was like, hey, this is really cut and dry. We got to fix this. And then going back full circle because our BOD can't just implement changes that need to be done for legal reasons. We had to vote on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to vote on whether or not to uphold the law. Like, hey, <laughs> this is a crime if we don't fix it. Please vote yes. Well, and here's the problem. When you put stuff like that up to vote, there's always a chance that it's going to lose. You're going to lose the vote. And guess what? You still have to fucking do it. Yeah. You don't yeah. mean quorum, or some people just don't like change, or somebody says, oh, we're or not going to understand get what's I, going on. Yeah. yeah. I've brought this up before, but there was a whole vote. There was a whole ass vote where Riven turned in a proposal because our Kapora defined, I think it was Man at Arms and Page and something else, wrong. It mm-hmm. defined it differently <laughs> than it is defined in the rules that. of play. And so Riven said, let's just take this out and say, as defined by the rules of play. That was. Her whole proposal, and because Riven put it up, it failed. Nah. Yeah, people can talk about whatever bullshit reasons they want for why it failed. That's why it failed because mm-hmm. of the person that put the goddamn proposal up. And guess what? Riven's response to that was okay, but we still have to go by the yeah, rules of we're play. We're in violation <laughs> of our contract with AI because we're violating the rules of play. So right. yeah. we don't get to supersede those. So and that should have been that to go to tie this back to another board of directors thing, which you you said. That should have just been the board of directors saying, for compliance, we have changed the Kapora to X. Yeah, we are, we are the board of directors. We handle all legal matters for our kingdom so that we don't get sued. We're fixing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have a problem with it, take it up with someone who gives a shit. Is there, <laughs> yep. is there anything specific that you guys want to know about, about Monarch? About Monarch that I had to deal with or anything like that? Um, I know you were talking about awards, uh, and I believe you handed out some controversial ones do you want to speak on that <laughs> sure um so i gave uh Simeavir, uh his 10th and this was a a rookie mistake on how tenth i did it rose uh, rose yes yeah, okay. um so when i every rose to, has its thorn it does uh Oof. when i went to dragon's hollow um <laughs> and then i gave it out um and i said something like or i posted on facebook uh something like hey and also uh congratulate Simi on his 10th rose. I didn't list the reasons why, mm-hmm. and I can't recall them off the top of my head right now, um, but like, there's a laundry list of things that wasn't done. But this Well, is- okay, to be fair, when you look at the awards rec from the Monarch standpoint, there's always like 50 to 100 award recs, and you're like, 
Mm-hmm. I'm giving this guy his 10th rose because at some point I made it green on the checklist and that means I give him his 10th rose. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yep. yes, I agree with that. However, I did this one not at a kingdom event. So it wasn't Fair. in line with everyone else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, like I said, there's a laundry list of things and people had some qualms about them because some of them were done at park level and some of them weren't. And I understand that. Um, but... Uh, See, when you because you're from my park, people came to me to bitch about. Sure, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a problem that that I have with Amphgard as a whole is mm-hmm. that we do this cir- circuitous thing where mm-hmm. we complain to people who are. Well, he's your friend, so get him in line. For right. Kind of every yeah. hey, for every person that went to my night to try to tell him to get me in line when I was monarch, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I I don't care who the fuck you are. You did the dumb fucking thing, so, bud. I'm not gonna say names here. I had more than one person come to me because oh, I know because my squire took over as pro tem, and when my squire and then left, immediately gave a tenth and and gave a tenth, and then when my squire left, uh, my man at arms took over, and so I was congratulated on establishing the new shadow cabal <laughs> that was in there, <laughs> and when they said that, I didn't even know what they were talking about. I made a dumb GI Joe reference. Because I had no clue. They had to explain, and they weren't joking, they had to explain the chain of events that had happened that led up to this thing going on. It's like, I, you think that I could, and this, this ended with, you know, in what direction are you wanting to push them? And I remember openly laughing, yeah. recording the laugh through the Facebook messenger <laughs> and saying, you think I control either of them in any way? Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a stretch if you actually know what we do. Yeah, the amount of get your boy in line or I mean, yeah, people so people messaging Vidalia when I was Monarch too, like, could you tell Cabbage to what's Cabbage doing this for? And I'm like, I'm not I'm not cueing her into what I'm fucking doing here. Right, like, there, yeah, there's that right. also from no. your perspective. But like, if if you have a problem with something, go directly to the person. Like, you don't have to be mean about it. Uh, you can be blunt about it. That's actually a good way in many ways because you can directly face the issue. At least for me, right. And if you're not comfortable, there are there are a certain set of people that are not comfortable going directly to a person to talk, but know that that monarch is not the only person in office. You can go to their prime minister and their, say, hey, their listen. Regent, their GMR, their, their champion, even if you're more comfortable. Somebody in positions. the monarchy. Somebody yeah. in the monarchy and say, listen, I don't, want this, I don't want my name brought up in this, but this is a serious concern of mine. You can go to your board of directors and yep. say, hey, listen, someone on the board of directors, this thing has happened. I understand that, like, this isn't evil intent, but I think that there's these problems that are going on with this because it could be that the person just hasn't realized what's going on, what impact their something they said had or something that's trying to be done in the monarchy mm-hmm. might have on their local park. Yep. Um, but again, like, there was a bunch of different reasons. And uh, uh, my viewpoint on things is often that Quantity is also a quality of itself. I hate that we keep going back to this, but it's one of my favorite quotes, uh, despite who said it originally. Joseph Stalin. Yep, right. <laughs> um, and the things that Joey Simi Stalls. did. Um, so also to provide some feedback, Simi got banned at one point for six months, and then he came mm-hmm. back to the game. And then he's still doing things in a positive light for the game, despite having yep. a, a chance to be bitter and everything else about anything towards the game. He still likes the game enough to continue to do service for the game. This is the thing that I think bugs me the most is people see bans as a permanent black mark on your record. You can never recover. I mean, it's not for mm-hmm. fuck's sake, uh, uh, tie dye before she passed, got banned. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Bunch, who is soon to be knighted, got banned. Yep. I mean, at, at some point, like, if you get banned, it's not the end of the fucking world for you. Absolutely. It is a corrective action. Once your band's over, congratulations. You're back in Anthgard. Right. Have a good time. Don't Absolutely. fuck up again. Yeah. Absolutely. So that yep. he kept doing the thing that he was supposed to do and being a good player and doing his shit is, like, exactly the reason you give somebody an award. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And we've yeah. talked about this before, but... Uh, there has to be a point where enough small things will equal up to a larger thing. For me, that is true. Not for, for everybody. For me, it's as for if, me. almost as if the quantity of the small things has a quality all its own. <laughs> yeah, almost. I feel like Giuseppe my name's been thrown around way too much right now. <laughs> What's that? I said I feel like my name's quantity. being thrown around. <laughs> thrown around a lot here, and I'm yeah. not saying enough to help um, my own self. But yeah. Uh, like, again, I, I can't answer it directly because I don't remember the exact specific mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, if I really wanted to, I could probably dig through my phone and pull up everything. But um, more than one par- person uh, uh, put in for the Rex as well, and there's a lot of different reasons for it. Um, and, and so I gave it to him, right? Right. Um, let's see. I don't remember if there was any other. I didn't have to ban anyone. That was cool. Uh, hey, high five. Yeah, yeah. Good job. I know, right? What's that like? Yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk about it just in case something comes up uh, Knock on soon. Knock yeah, because that's GMR. I have to do it this time if but, things come up. So, <laughs> But honestly, I just want to say, like, now I'm really curious as to who people messaged when they were upset with me as KPM. Well, uh, so <laughs> me, part, me some of the time. Oh, okay, nice. V- I was yeah. like, who, about, who do they have you know, contact? Stuff that's going on is good still. But, like, if you really, truly think it's a problem, Go to the source. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, now then, I've I've messaged people's like bell lines or whatever. Like, how do I talk to this person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. See, I think that's a very valid thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because sometimes it's hard to talk to someone that you don't know very well. Yeah. Or something like that. So. Well, and and in some cases too, you get approached by somebody who, either they're making demands or they're just really upset with you for some reason, and you're like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> Why yeah. are you so mad at me right now? And <laughs> mm-hmm. so you go, okay, this person is related so and so. Let me talk to so and so and say, you know, who is this person? Right, absolutely. Who is this person who just messaged me this thing because I don't know what they're mad about. I've never met them before. Can you give me context? Mm-hmm. Because going to the person who's mad at you in that moment and saying, can you contextualize this for me? <laughs> has, uh, in my experience, never fucking worked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Never once being like, hey, can you like explain Exactly I mean, why this is your, coming at me like your this. Your situation's a bit different than what I had. So like yeah, mine is situation's about an gonna in-game be award thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Subjective to begin with. So um. So that's one of the things that I didn't realize. Like I'd heard complaints about it before. Like I have to talk to a million people all the time constantly. But now that I'm in a monarchy. You don't seat, have to. You choose to. <laughs> Oof. You go looking for trouble and then you find it and act surprised that you found the trouble. I feel like now this that has been I'm talked in about the before in the <laughs> vegetable household. <laughs> People, random people like message me all the time, like from out of kingdom, like, Hey, what is this thing going on? Or like, can you help me figure this thing out? Or just like all sorts, like I get three messages a day from people I've never talked to before, mm-hmm. um, which I, I didn't COVID. realize that that was, yeah, COVID too. Cause um, that yeah, wasn't a thing for you, me. Yeah. I was going to say you guys, yeah. uh, like, like you and cabbage of Idalia had a different thing. I got in at the very tail end of it or beginning of beginning it. Beginning of it. Yeah. Um, about that because like you guys had to deal with 
fully only online amp guard mm-hmm. and you didn't get to experience like the good parts of an event or something like people that. People are shittier. Yeah. People are shittier when we're well, on when we're in an all online format. I feel this like goes back to Randall's episode where people get shitty online because online platforms are designed to make shitty conversations. True. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like the COVID rains have been more involved IK wise. Like everybody's getting to go to, to, to online events at every other kingdom. So everybody's starting to learn more about other people from other kingdoms. So there's more things that are people are starting to notice in each kingdom. Um, which, it, yeah, in a lot of ways, yeah. I think it's been better for Ampgard culture because now we get to meet people from Polaris that we otherwise... Exactly, but it, but it also is starting to make people that are in position of monarchy or even uh, just in general and more visible players in each kingdom are starting to get contacted more, yep. if they're, especially if they have a heavy online presence. I don't mm-hmm. have a heavy online presence, so I'm thankfully being ignored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get that way. Um, I'm, I'm blissfully off Facebook as much as possible. Well, so one of the things, yeah, going to online only for COVID uh, had, its, had its ups and downs, but one of the things that I realized from all of that was that Ampthgard, like the, the core of Ampthgard, like going to park and being there with your friends and fighting and doing battle games, that is the heat sink for right. all of the bad shit in Ampthgard. So if a, a controversial thing happens, whether it's an award or whether it's a ban or whether it's just a, a I don't know, a, a, a bad call at a tournament or something, the next day people go out, they fight, they hit their friends with sticks. You blow up steam. gone. Yeah. That, like mm-hmm. the bad mood just fucking goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Doing something controversial and then having no outlet for it, it just gets worse. Like, it just boils, and you can't pull away from that. There's no outlet. There's no support structure. That too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, so you, and I mean, it's, it's sometimes the dumbest stuff, but it's like, it's one of those things where just being able to, like... Again, you know, my, my reign wasn't the best. Like, some people got mad at me, and I don't really give a shit. But, like, the minute we had um, our last coronation where I handed over the crown, people were actually playing Amphgard. Nobody was mad at me. Yep. Nobody had a bad thing to say. Everybody was cheering. Like, it was one of those, like, oh, Well, yeah, they also we had just... to say it to your face at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which nobody, I mean. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But, I mean, like, nobody's going to say it to my face or, you know, whatever. But also just people got to fucking exercise their frustration and they got to, like, have do the thing that our game is about and have fun with it. So you get that as an advantage when you have in-person Amphgard. Mm-hmm. Right. It's easy to... It is easy to demonize someone when they cease to be a real person. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. they, when they become just an online presence... You can make them as horrible of a person as you need to to fit the narrative that you're wanting to do. And I, by the way, am not presenting a situation where someone is purposefully trying to turn someone into the villain. This I mean, is what we our can brains do. All name an incident where we've done it. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. this is what our brains uh, do. We are the heroes of our own story. Like it's why things. It's why people say things like introspection is a skill. Because you really have to sit down and look and go, was I being unreasonable in this situation? Anybody who's ever been in a, uh, a competitive World of Warcraft guild, anybody who's ever played League competitively, anybody who's ever done anything with any amount of, of coexistence has at some point made a person a demon, whether it was to further the story, whether there was some legitimate beef. They have, you know, they have demonized a person that was a real person behind a keyboard, and they just didn't realize they were doing it. 
Well, yeah. it's it's easier to demonize like this disembodied authoritarian figure online. Right. That's right. That's yeah. going on my fucking resume. <laughs> <laughs> disembodied, disembodied authoritarian figure. Yeah. From uh, from <laughs> March of 2019 to March can, of or March can, of 2020 to March of 2021, I was a disembodied can, uh, authoritarian figure. Can we all have that as a title? Can that be like a title? Ooh, well, please, know, Clover, please make a custom award for us. Yeah, for anyone who's ever held office in Winter's Edge, disembodied authoritarian figure. What's a peasant to a king? What's a king to a god? What's a god to a disembodied authoritarian <laughs> figure? Can we can we get one of those Facebook uh, borders that just say disembodied authoritarian yeah. figure? I can make that. I can make that. Happen. Thanks, okay, thank you. Stop volunteering for shit. No. That's that's your biggest problem. You're like, yeah, I'll do that. You're like the opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh God! Has our recorder completely run dry yet? No, 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 no. We're at an hour and thirty-eight minutes. We've got. No, I mean, like, do we still have the four? Is it still showing four hours left total, or whatever it was? Uh, it doesn't show time. Oh, that's because we, we're, mean, we're going. Good. Yeah. Neat. Okay. Mm. Um, We've actually burned through two whole cards doing um, whack and whap now. One hundred twenty-eight gig uh, SD cards, um, and then on the storage server that I run out of my house, um, with all of the video content, were it something like a terabyte. Yeah, wow. yeah. Well yeah. done. I mean, I have 12 terabytes. So I mean, sure, but it, it's, I don't know. I don't understand the, the compression sizes and all that stuff. So yeah, like at it's, some it's point, weird to me. Yeah, we're going to have to like Amazon Glacier these or something so that we just have them <laughs> and we don't ever hope to have to go back to them. Right? Yeah. High fives all around. Good job. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Running a podcast is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Patreons, uh, Lucas, you want to say Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive, right? We've we done could a podcasting send class. Bilbo feet pics. <clears throat> They're the cutest. Get us at least a dollar. Oh, uh, oh, we could do a pet's calendar. You have a pet. You have two pets. Two pets. We have two pets. Yeah. You have a pet. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Pet hey, calendar. Whack Tavern sells these. Whack Tavern will pets? sell these. Yeah. We're going to sell no, no, pets? Pet Not calendars. Pet calendars. Oh. I mean, if we find snakes out there, we could probably sell them. I, I stand by the Men of Amgard calendar. I mean, I'm down. I want to be part of the Men of Amgard calendar. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, everybody can be a man of Amgard. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely working on a drag persona. It'll happen eventually. Sounds Shit, great. what was the... I thought of a drag name the other day. Oh, Drop God. a roach. Drop a roach. Drop a roach, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would want to say my drag yeah. name. Uh, what is it? Christian Mingle? No. <laughs> Coward. You want to know my drag Yeah, name? I want to know your drag Geneva Convention had one. Well, that was like Kristen Mead. I might Christian. have stolen it from, yeah. from her. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. Them. So uh, if, I, if I ever become a drag performer, it's going to be Sir Clit Soleil. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. We uh, have not we have an old amp garter that's active here in the Knoxville area. Yeah, uh, Geneva, G- Geneva yeah. Convention. Previously known as Bear Suit? Bear, Bear Suit, Bear when suit. she was yeah, an amp guard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. She might be a good one to... to uh, uh, bring on sometime too because oh. I she, think she'd go great for your campfire stories one. Yeah, because she oh. was in she was in there for some of the shit. Yeah, <laughs> happened back in the day. I don't know. They know where the skeletons are buried. Oh, they help bury. The yeah, skeletons. I was oh, true. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say <laughs> it'd be self incrimination right? at that point. Yeah, fair enough. Is it past the uh, the point of? Where you would be arrested. I don't remember the word. Oh, the statute, statute of limitations. That yeah. one. Those words. Uh, I don't play around with statute for of limitation anymore reasons, so probably but yeah for, for non-profit organization reasons there is no, no statute of limitations right. and there shouldn't be 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I remember that fight on the the All Thing page. Okay, yeah, so I'm, this isn't the place to air this out, but I'm gonna air this out anyways on our on our <laughs> whack whack interviews whack interview uh, whack thing. Um, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I am gonna power through anyways. Yeah, <laughs> this whole uh, like this whole thing that came up in the All Thing. Uh, uh, commenting more on it than I did at the time wasn't a, the right place to do it. I'm always you. You guys know I'm a big proponent of wh- how and when you say things is important. Even if you're in the right, you can say it at the wrong time or in the wrong way. Butthole. There was no reason for that. See. Yeah. Right. What's our What's our sound check? Oh, oh, genie, genie penis. penis. Yeah. <laughs> um, God damn it. But no, that's your dragon. This whole, this whole thing of... <laughs> genius. Th- this whole thing of putting a statute of limitations on, on stuff in AmpGuard is absolutely ridiculous. And let me, let me unpack why. Just okay? The Boy Scouts. Uh, yeah. So I'm, this isn't even going to be a flow story. This is going to be really short and sweet and to the point, believe it or not. We only decide whether someone get, has membership to our organization or not. We're not accusing you of a crime. Right. We're not saying that you did any of these things. All we're doing is saying whether you get to continue playing AmpGuard or not continue playing AmpGuard for a set period of time or permanently. Yep. The Boy Scouts had people who molested small children 30 years ago. And guess what? The crime for molesting those children had met, in some cases and in some states, had met its statute of limitation. Mm -hmm. But the Boy Scouts still kicked their asses out. You Mm. can't set statute of limitations. Yeah, correctly so. You can't set statute of limitations on your membership stuff for your nonprofit group. It makes absolutely no sense, and I'm sorry, no one is going to be able to present me with any kind of argument I can think of that would ever change my mind on that. I mean, no, you're you're exactly right. I originally, when the proposals had gone up, I was kind of like, I can see this. It would make things a lot easier. There's sort of a cutoff date for how how far we can go back and dig shit up. But in, in genuinely speaking, if the thing you can go back and dig up is bad enough, then we should fucking act that, on it. Like, that's right. Mm. And so I don't know who originally put up the proposal. I don't want to know. I don't care. I don't remember. I I'm sure that it was done because on the surface. I can see how something like that would sound like a good idea, but you have to think past the surface level. You have to really dig down into the long-term consequences of what something like this could do. I mean, here's a great example. When Quan was going to be, when it was clear that Quan was going to be coming into office, I renamed the bank account Flo and Quan's retire or, or uh, vacation fund. Yeah, vacation yeah. fund. The entire Winner's Edge bank account <laughs> was named that for a short period of time because people that have sub accounts don't get to see the name. Mm-hmm. So it was a joke, right? The joke was that I've got the screenshots. Yeah, the joke was that we could <laughs> embezzle money, and. We could embezzle money. If, if we got Vidalia in on it as well, we could embezzle money for a really, really, really long time. Are you honestly presenting a situation where I can go, it's been X number of years, fuck all y'all, I get to keep that, or you can't do anything to me about my embezzled money? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like there are, I could point to plenty of examples in our own kingdom where that would be a bad thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. So again... This isn't about this isn't about shitting on whoever made that proposal. It's not about shitting on the kingdom for or anyone that supported it. I am begging the kingdom that when stuff like this comes up, you have to think past this and say, this sounds really good, but long term, what would be the consequences of something like this? Yeah, think about it in a, a, a more 
God, I hate to use this term in a, in a more thirty thousand foot view, right? Not yes. Just, not just your park, not just your kingdom, not even just your game. Think about how if no one could do that, right? Ever. Mm-hmm. Like, what problems does that cause? Yes. Um, yeah. I think I think that's one of those things that until you serve in Kingdom Office, you kind of don't get the perspective on. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Where you're like, oh well, I don't. I only care about. And there are plenty of people like this, and I understand it. I only care about what happens at my park. That's fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Make your park awesome. Yeah, yeah. but when it comes to kingdom level shit, you got to think like, how far does this go? I don't. I don't have just myself to consider. I don't have just my group of friends or my fighting company or my park to consider. I have not only everyone in our kingdom to consider, but also how this affects all of AmpGuard, the greater AmpGuard world. When you step into kingdom level office, you are making decisions that can influence things that happen in other kingdoms. You can you are you are put in a position where you're asked to make rulings on how the game is going to go move forward. And you have to think larger picture uh, for stuff like this. It, make proposals. Anybody should be able to put up a proposal. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not about the fact that the proposal went up. Um, but just like I said earlier with the thing with Riven, where Riven got, uh, you know, it failed. When things like that go up for a vote, there is a chance that they will pass. Right. That would have been disastrous if that had passed. Mm-hmm. It would have been absolutely disastrous. It, TLDR of all of this, D&D rule. If you don't want your god killed, don't put stats to your god. If you don't want <laughs> something passed, never put it into an all thing. If you don't want your on. party to roll to seduce the goblin, don't name the goblin. Oh, yeah. That was oh, the I'm one thing. It anyway. What's its name? You always ask the DM, what's yeah. this character's name? Oh, jeez. Jim. <laughs> yeah. Brad, Jim. Brad. I can't name things. I give them bad human names. <laughs> so, okay, we ranted for like a hot minute. Sorry. So and now that was it's like your whack one question. interviews, WAP interviews, whack soapbox edition. Yep. Oh, no, I don't like being on so 30,000 foot view. I, I just, I want to turn it back over to you all because yeah, we sorry. just dominated that conversation for 20 I, minutes. I, I well, tangented it. We're, we're just going to turn Flo's mic off. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I can do that. Yeah, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm sad now. <laughs> oh, sad clown paint. Um, how many episodes are we in? 30... By the time that this comes out, we might be above 40. We'll be above 40 by the time this comes out, yeah. Hey, we should do something for our 50th episode. Well, I was going to say we should do something for our 52nd episode because that will represent roughly a year of episodes. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. 52nd, for sure. Oh, and uh, so we we had... I want you to ask us a question, but I'm going to tangent here. We had looked up uh, a while back... Turn his mic off. (laughs) I can't reach that. Listen. I can't either, so... Get out of here. You're grounded. No, we had looked up having, um, what what was it, Cameo, where you can have celebrities say oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I think for our 52nd episode, I want to get Gilbert Gottfried saying some choice lines. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. what the hell is a sword knight? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like random shit we can splice in. But but can we get him to just say the entire healing can't so that we can just press play? <gasps> oh, yeah. that is so good. Quan. Okay, hold on. Thank you. Okay, Gilbert Gottfried, yes. But for the healing can't, what about... Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh, it would take so long, though. Sword cut, we need spear stab, mace. Smash, oh no! <laughs> arrow jab. <laughs> oh, uh, sir, Sir Darian, if you're listening to this, we you need to do your Christopher Walken episode whenever we <gasps> get around to having you on. He's got an amazing Christopher Walken dude. Oh, okay, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> 
All right, so back to the questions. questions. I didn't do it this time. We totally have questions. Ask me a question. Um, How many mics great. do you need? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where, what direction are you looking towards? Like, what are some long-term goals that you have for the podcast? Ooh, that's a big question. Because, like, le- legit, this is interesting. Uh, so we all have a thing we want to do. Yeah. So um, as far as uh, whack, as in the, I guess, flagship with the three of us and the normal interviews and things like that. Uh, we you guys are abnormal. I was yeah. like, "What are you kind of? What are you trying to say here? What do you mean? What do you mean those people? I don't what do you, know. What do you mean? I'm bad normal? at things. Remember, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we don't know fully. Um, we seem to the feedback we've gotten is that people want to hear from us a lot. So maybe yeah. we are going to move to closer to Hammer Time episodes as a normal. Um, but if anyone has any kind of like subject matter that you want. Uh, uh, talked about or something like that please let us know yeah any well, of the three of us on facebook easily uh the discord mm-hmm. uh is another good place comment uh, in this video we'll pick through all of the stuff and the ones that don't suck uh we'll do <laughs> yeah you may see some polls out later where we've kind of curated some stuff uh so uh pay attention for those uh once they come out um i want to do a little bit of battle game centric or yep. uh props and stuff like that centric stuff uh beefy is a doing basic garbs things and pay attention when the uh, garb accessory things come out because he's got a really cool mm-hmm. uh, thing about uh, board games basically uh, yeah, as a, uh, a pouch uh, kind of deal. Like I bought the leather today to make some. Oh, um, by the way, I looked it up after doing Beefy's episode. These are called, and they're pronounced, nephitophels. Okay. Not yeah. heneftophels. Hufflepuff it is. Um, so Methamphetamine? Well, right. <laughs> um, Flo, Flo wants to do the, the fireside chats or something like that. Yeah, I, so uh, I, I actually... Saturday night bar. Yeah, Saturday yeah, night bardic. Yeah. It would be released Saturday night uh, every Saturday night. I actually have some ready to go. We ran into a problem where we met the criteria that we needed to on YouTube to... Oh yeah, just Le- split everything. But yeah. then there was like a couple of weeks that they didn't give it to us. I think Cabbage, you we actually had to sort it out now. Yeah, yeah so it, it all got. Thank you, YouTube. Uh, uh, yep. It all got sorted out. But then we were so close to finishing this up that the thought was we would get all of our Sword Belt Month finished first, yeah. which is weird because we're still doing Sword Belt Month right now. But when this comes out, it'll all be over. Wait, uh, sword. What? No, we're in flame. I meant Belt Months, not just Sword Belt. Sorry, I said Sword Belt. But the Belt Month stuff, we're we're yeah. Is that? I've that's what I, I'm gonna. Re- I'm gonna refer to myself as Nighty Whitey from now on. Uh, yeah, I like. That. I just oh, came up with that. Uh, that's so good. That was lot. <laughs> that's just um, where my brain went. Sorry. Yeah. So when we finish up with the Nighty Whitey stuff, uh, <laughs> the um, it it we were so close to finishing up with it that launching all of these other things that we're wanting to do kind of made more sense to do afterwards. Yeah. And, and also we had a, a few personal things come up, so it was harder to get some of the episodes. Yeah. And things like we that. did uh, a couple cancels and for good reasons, they weren't like just whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, like that too. and cabbage and I work around the college, uh, the schedule that colleges follow yeah, uh, largely so when the semester is in swing. We're kind it's of hard water. Yeah. So, uh, Cabbage, did you have anything that you were going to do side project wise? So there's there's a million things, <laughs> right? Um, so there there are some things I want to do for WAC and some things I kind of want to pursue in Amp Guard that WAC can help with. Yeah. 
Um, but as as far as whack goes, I think the like you said, the flagship like whack. I always want that to be a thing. I do think going to more hammer times has a lot of benefits. Um, mostly because people do want to hear us bullshit. Also because a two-hour episode is a lot to ingest, mm-hmm. and our hammer yeah. times are usually shorter. And yeah, we about can an always hour. bring someone on as like a guest and then just keep it at like a hammer time too. We can, but it, so we we ran into this really interesting thing that I never expected when we started the podcast. So when we started the podcast, uh, it was it was basically Flo and I, and it was like, okay, here's some people we know will come on because they're yeah. our friends. And then here's some people that Flo, I think you can get to come on because you have the white belt and you've got some clout. And so we were always kind of worried that we wouldn't be able to get guests. Now we have people who are asking to come on our show. Yeah, dude, it's mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. We don't have to. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. We go and find guests sometimes if we're doing something specific, but we don't have to um, have to go find guests. So I'm cool doing hammer times until somebody says, hey, I kind of want to come on your show. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're easier for us to do. I think they're shorter and better for the average listener to kind of just blow through. And and also because they're really fun. Like the hammer times. Yeah. I, 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 I love all of our guests, but... I am a very introverted person, so if I don't know you, it, it takes something out of me to do the episode. And that's not a bad thing, but it's one of those things where, like, after I've worked all day, and then we're sitting down at 9 o'clock to record a podcast, and I have to be up at 7 in the morning, by the end of that podcast, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying, you know? And, and so having to, to sort of put yourself in that space, it's easier to do a hammer time for me, and it's also easier to edit and everything else. So yeah. I, I like the idea of doing more hammer times. Beyond that, I kind of want to get more into the um, infrastructure side of things with WAC. Um, I think it would be really cool to have a website um, yeah. for a lot of reasons, mostly promotional reasons, but also like branching off of that. Like I want, <coughs> I feel like, and I think, um, oh, what's his name? The the guy that does the Amped Guard TikToks. He's doing Come Try Lark. Dyer's Barker. Dyer Hogman. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like the idea um, I'm not totally sold on Come Try LARP for a different reasons that I can get into at a different point. Um, but like, I feel like Amped Guard needs to have this point where every kingdom has an online presence. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not that is not Facebook. That is not tied to social media because we mm-hmm. have people at our own park who are like, "Hey, how can I access this without going on Facebook?" And I'm like, yep. uh, make a dummy Facebook account that just has a picture of a hamster. I don't fucking know, man. (laughs) That dummy thick Facebook account. Yeah. Yeah. And and there needs to be a place for a lot of these things to like kingdom announcements, uh, kingdom resources to live. That isn't Facebook. Facebook has a lot of problems Mm -hmm. and it can be sort of worked around by building something custom. Their file management system is just horrible. It's fucking poison or or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I kind of want to, there, there's this weird branching path, and I know these things mm. bend at some point, but uh, a, a website for WAC makes sense, but I almost feel like doing a Winner's Edge just website that, like, you know, is set up with a platform that anyone can use, like WordPress, building that out <clears throat> and then setting it up as a uh, almost templated thing that any kingdom can use um, would make a lot of sense. And then just basically putting WAC on, like, a page there, like, about our kingdom, like, here's what our kingdom has, and then we have our fighting companies, we have, like, all the cool things that our kingdom does. We have fighting companies? <laughs> there's yeah. there's three fighting companies, and you're in one of them. Oh, fair. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, you know, but, like... Four. Four fighting companies. I'm yeah. the only one left, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but every kingdom has something really cool to offer. I mean, if you look at, uh, oh, is it Dragonspine that has the kingdom of Kodiak? I'm... 
Yes. I yeah. Okay. So. yeah. I, I wanted to make By sure. the way, go watch Kingdom of Kodiak. Yeah, he's cool. Every Wednesday's Wednesday, that guy's awesome. It's every Wednesday at 9 o'clock Eastern. Something close to that anyway. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but every kingdom has something like that now. And this this online age of Amphgard has brought a lot of this to the fore. And there are multiple Amphgard podcasts that, one, I think doing less guest episodes will free them up to do other podcasts, which mm-hmm. I think is fair. Um but we can say, you know, hey, here's all the cool stuff that our kingdom has. Here's what we've spawned. We've done whack. We have these cool fighting companies. We have uh, these games that people have made. And, and then every kingdom can show off something they have that's really cool. Yep. And so I don't know that it has to be a whack specific website. I think if we're going to promote, it does. But uh, a, a platform where kingdoms can sort of host their own well, web presence super we can, easy. We, as far as whack goes, we can always make the circle of links like uh, Sir Roger did. And, yeah, uh, the web ring. Um, yeah. Uh, go to like, uh, uh, was it Paragon? Academy or whatever it is that Merrick's called. I can't remember the name. Uh, of the... Uh, the Paragon Path. Path, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like you said, Kingdom Kodiak. Um, and I think someone messaged us about starting their own. Um... They did. Um, oh, I can't. I just saw it the other day. It, it is a friend of Merrick's who started his own podcast. Gotcha. Um, and, and to be clear, this is one of those things where, like, when we first started out, I think I mentioned this in the podcasting class, but when we first started out, we kind of thought of these other podcasts and these other shows as competitors. Not at all. No, it's abs- it's the opposite. So it's like, I want these things to grow. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they're not competitors. They are partners. They are making this, this media scape bigger. So yeah, absolutely. So I kind of want to promote more media and more quality media in AmpGuard. And that sort of, for me, I think means more of a backstage role. Um, but there are lots of people who I have said, like, I want you to start a podcast. Like, you have a super unique viewpoint that I think is really interesting Stab and I would chats. help you. Stab chats. Um, when we did the... Um, Anatole. No, when we the did the, did the Black History Month episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, getting getting uh, black amp garters and, and amp garters of, of color in general to make a, a podcast for you know their specific take on things because we, we scratched the very surface in that episode. We could not possibly go as deep as I think we should have. Like... Part of me feels like that episode was a little bit of an injustice, but we did something. And yeah. if they had their own podcast, that would be amazing. And there are some really cool creators out there that are doing stuff like that. And I want to make that as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Like if I could put something together that just says double click this and then upload your file, I would. And it's not out of the cards that that, that can't exist. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of what I see myself doing. That's awesome. And then also just kind of always doing this because this is fun. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, okay, so, sorry, because uh, we're on video. We're at about two hours. We can keep going. I don't know what the stop point is here. It's a hammer time, so. Well, what I was making the point is because, like we were talking about, we are limited on space. We are about to finish this. Mm-hmm. I, know it I, said, know. I know it said we had four when we turned it on this time, but it said two when you turned it off, and I'm yeah. kind of worried we're going to run out. And we also have five mics. Um, let's go, like, last question. Get in. Last question. Am I, am I asking? Yeah, sure. Uh, or, uh, or Quan. Or, or Quan. You haven't asked enough. I, I need you to te- speak more, Vidalia. Okay, I need more of your wonderful um, voice. <laughs> what Caress would you say holes? has been your greatest success with Whack so far? Okay, you have to answer this one too for WAP. Okay, because this is our last question. Yeah, everybody. Has yeah, to yeah. I think one. I think I think that has to go both ways. Um, greatest success. I I think honest to God, I think the point at which somebody said there, there's two points for me that stand out. The the point at which somebody said. Hey, we want you to teach a class on this. Yeah, that was. And I went, you want me to do what? (laughs) And then also, I don't even remember who it is, but the first time somebody came to us and said, hey, I want to be a guest on your show. I have a thing I want to plug. Like, is it cool if I come on? And we went, 
Oh, the you, you want to come on out? The word, sure, yeah. the word shit itself, yeah. huh? Okay. Did you message the wrong person? This yeah. is for whack. Yeah, this is whack. You understand? Here's our Have logo. Have you seen our show? So it looks right. <laughs> that Those two moments for me stand out as the biggest achievements where it was like, oh, we made something that's not terrible. Also, mm-hmm. 100 subscribers. Like, AnthGuard's a small group. I don't expect to be, a, you know, a 100,000 subscriber channel. Right. But 100 subs is is not insubstantial. Yeah, yeah, All, really most, cool. Mostly in our kingdom, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually. Are actually, we out of our yeah, kingdom? Yeah, we have a lot of out of kingdom. It's pretty evenly dispersed east and west. I can't get more specific than that just because... I want the stats, though. The analytics aren't... Well, I don't have them in front of me, first off. And second off, they're not that specific. Um, but it's pretty evenly dispersed east and west. Okay. That's really cool. I'll add one thing to what you said, and it was uh, that... Um, I mean, I would say the name, but I don't remember who it was. Contacted me uh, when we were probably like 20, 25 episodes in um, and said... I really enjoy listening to the podcast because I feel like I'm back at an event, sitting around the campfire, bullshitting with people. And while COVID has been going on, I haven't had that. Yeah. And well, and the number of people too who said, "Hey, I quit a few years ago, but like this is really interesting. I kind of want to come check it yeah, out. I want to come back out to Amber." For me, like, um, for me, I guess specifically, uh, Cabbage and Merrick. Uh, prompting me to go through my garage and house and bring out all the weird <laughs> things that I have because I have a lot more than I'd like to care for to, to admit um, is really cool because um, like I didn't really think anyone cared that much I guess in some ways like I, I know I say props matter and they do but again this is like a props matter in the moment kind of thing uh, to me but apparently it's a lot more than that that's super cool but I think the most uh, interesting thing that I heard was whenever one of your friends who either didn't play the game or played very long ago came back and was like, hey, um, this is a really cool podcast. I'm going to keep listening to it. And they don't even play the game anymore. Yeah. yeah. They So this was someone who played when I was still at Sleeping Dragon, that competitor park that we talked about. When I first started, I was with them because they were the ones that was on the college campus that I was playing at. They played then and only for about six months and then left for the for military service. And they came back, and they enjoy listening to it because they love the the they can still get immersed in the culture, right? They can understand what's going on, and they love listening to the stories and 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 hearing a, a, a opinions on political things that they're not even a part of. Yeah. So same question to the WAP crew. Yep. Biggest achievement so far. And I know it's three months ago, but like you try to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for me personally, I think one of the biggest successes that we had was, um, like after we started releasing all non-male episodes or, um, especially after, uh, we organized the black, um, the black history month episode. Yeah. yeah. A a lot of people like reached out to me and thanked me for elevating different voices. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, like a lot of people said the like, oh, I'd never considered that kind of perspective or mm-hmm. I'm really glad that you're doing that kind of thing. Uh, and so that was really touching and good to hear. Yeah. Uh, to, owing to that, actually, um, I, I see the stats on Anchor, which is our, our upload platform. Um, and prior to the first WAC episode, it shows a, a demographic breakdown, like this many of your people are in this age bracket. And, uh, you know, it shows a, a basic gender breakdown, which we can talk about the accuracy of a lot of people don't. Uh, specify, but our our viewership went from being ninety five, ninety six percent male, to being sixteen percent uh, female, or to being, I'm sorry, to being eighty four percent male. So that's a, I mean, fourteen percent of our viewership is now uh, women or people who aren't men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is, a, I mean, a huge boost, you know, and it means that more people are like interested in, in hearing those voices. So there is definitely a need for that. Yeah, absolutely. Aw, shucks. Quan. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear those things because I, I don't get messaged about things mainly because I think I've got my privacy settings to where people can't just message me and find me easily. That's reasonable. Um, yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah. yeah, especially after things. Um, uh, but I think for me, the most exciting part is what I can see what WAP could be. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited and a little bit terrified about one of the episodes that we do have planned to record. Um, it's going to yeah, be, it's going to be, it's going to oh, be a hard oh, one. I, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be super, super hard, but I think it's going to be super, super necessary. And I can't wait to record that episode and to have it put out there because it's non-men and amp guard have so many different issues and different perspectives of why they stay in the game, why they've left the game, why they take up the positions in the game that they do, uh, why they avoid certain players and why they, and how they warn their friends about other players. Cause mm-hmm. we have our own almost not secretive, but like a, like, like a network of communication to, to help code. protect ourselves uh, from the players that we know are problematic, but we know that we can't bring up that they're problematic without getting shamed out of the game. Yeah. And and totally having to quit the game because we'll we'll be pushed out by by people trying to support their friend. Well, and a lot of that too is because people don't understand. They don't mm-hmm. understand that you have to do these things. So yeah, I I, I remember you talking about this episode. Mm-hmm. Um I, I can't wait for that to come up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Get ready for a lot of tears and me having to hug Bilbo the entire episode. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Aww. Oh this brings up one more uh one more thing that I, I remember that I wanted to uh, uh, to do too because we were talking about other things, other projects. Mm-hmm. I would actually like to do a series. It doesn't have to be a regular thing, but a series that would happen on a random day like Tuesday or Thursday or something where we sit down and do, uh, I'm going to call them serious interviews. It's not, we don't softball questions up to anyone. We don't plan questions out but we do tell our guests when we're coming on, like, listen, we're not bringing you on to hold your feet to the fire on stuff or right. anything like that. I would actually like to do some journalistic pieces where we are sitting down and talking about some hard shit. Some, it's tough because some of the people that I'd really like to talk to, because of the nature of the role that they were in, cannot discuss what was going on. But I think that there are still... You're, what you're talking about... I don't know anything about the episode that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But the... Uh, I. I that really reminded me that there are some topics that we definitely could broach where the person, this wouldn't be a surprise thing. The person would be coming on and knowing like, Hey, listen, we're going to be talking about some of this stuff and I'm, I want answers. That's why you're coming on. If you're not comfortable with it, we'll, we'll don't do the show. Can can we bring in like the nineties thing where we voice modulate them and put them in a shadow? (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down. But then you're going to have to do a lot more editing post for when they accidentally say somebody's name because you know it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Can, you're going to have to bleep out a lot. Yeah. Can we do the thing where like it's only in one spot and when they get up to stand, like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. their face? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, one other thing I want to do, and this is very, very um, short term, but merch. Like, oh, we've yeah. Always, I thought about it too. We, yeah. yeah, we've always done the thing where it's like, oh, you know, message Vidalia if, wanna, if you want a magnet and then... Vidalia prints it on our home printer and we cut it out on a on You a do have a cricket. baller home printer. We have a very good print setup because of some... I have to do a lot of stuff, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a very good home home printer setup, have a very good uh, cricket machine, but also, like, shirts. Um, 
I, I found a line on getting some custom discs printed. Yep. That I'm yeah. like, I'm about to just pull the trigger on myself. Um, not even for the money, just so we can have them and give them out. Um, <laughs> but just stuff like that, because I think like being able to wear your friend's face on a t-shirt would be kind of goofy. Really cool, yeah. <laughs> well, and let's just say it here too. I want to go ahead and start. Uh, we've joked about the Patreon, but I want to go ahead and start a Patreon up. There are things that the that everybody here sitting at the table could use. The like equipment purchases and things like that. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we are currently working with an overhead garage light. Um, it's, it's, so it's, it's pulling a lot of weight. Um, it, it is. Uh, so my cheeks look cut though. Yeah. You could it makes you my know, hair I disappear. Like, I was like, I've about? never looked more white in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I Lucas has never looked more I'm very, red in his life. I'm, I'm also, I'm also very red. We're yeah. going to have to like well, queer eye ourselves today. before the next recording. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but, not, not only equipment purchases and stuff like that, but, like, there's a lot of, of extra content that gets left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, <clears throat> the, we just did the episode with Roger. Yeah, we it did. It will have released, I don't know, a week or two ago. Yeah, now at some point, yeah. But, and, and after that episode with Roger, like, after I, you know, hit uh, k- killed the recording, we talked for, what, an hour and 40 minutes? Two mm-hmm. hours? Oh, yeah. And it's like, that is, that is content that wasn't res- relevant to the episode in right. general. But, like, I think we could... You know, if our guests are cool with it, sure. Keep recording. You know, just kind of mark it and say we stop here. And this is the stuff that goes on Patreon, like the mm-hmm. the after the after whack or and whatever. There's <laughs> other things that Patreons could do for us too. After whack, after I like after whack, after care, whack off. No. Um, sorry, whack off. The whack off air. Okay. Um, sorry. You you. Uh, your your naughty whities is it? Like you can't keep throwing these out. This <laughs> I can single try. episode. You. you uh, no, uh, Patreons could do other things for uh, for us too. We talked about some ideas that we have for uh, content. Usually, the people that are going to be investing in your show, which is really what Patreon is, yep. Yep. also would uh, uh, is interested in directions that you're wanting to take. So we could toss up ideas of directions that we want. Uh, we could have a screen; they could get early access. That's a pretty normal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we could put up uh, uh, guest lists or potential guest lists and see if there's somebody that they'd really like to hear from on a particular subject. Yeah, there's a lot we can do with that. One I'd thing I'd like to do is run like a little newsletter that's like an AmpGuard version of The Onion. So it's all like really <laughs> just fake news, but oh it's... It could still God. be called... Vidalia. I was so. going to say, can, yeah. it, can it be the Vidalia? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, is, will we get sued for that? Nah. Because The Onion's huge. <laughs> the Onion's not anymore. Oh, is it not? I don't know internet things. Have four years of President Trump made it really hard to make have like headlines. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they, they were they were like we're struggling, guys. Um, but have you guys thought about maybe like if you do set up the Patreon, like selling tickets for people to be able to come in and listen to the show live, like oh through, shit, through no, Wi-Fi? We need a bigger we garage. Have... <laughs> no, 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 not like come in and sit in, but like maybe come oh, in like through in the Zoom call internet. Yeah. 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 Whack but, is taken for a live studio audience. <laughs> so, applause lights. I'm not opposed to any of that. I think my, my hesitation to doing anything like that is any money that we get for doing mm-hmm. this is going right back into the show. Do you know how much I want to get rid of that webcam? I want to like office space that fucking <laughs> webcam. Yeah, no. And like, <laughs> I think that's, that would be a great way to get it, especially if we're gaining so many subscribers and people are... Yeah, like between, really... between myself and Flo, we have probably spent, and Flo spending the greater portion of it, but I have probably spent... A thousand to twelve hundred dollars on yeah. equipment. Easily. So one of the fundraising things that I was talking about with um, Ruben, um, we just had like a late night phone call. One feet night. pictures. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked to Ruben. No, too. not feet pictures. Brown <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Listen, I'll do foot. it if people are going to actually. But go like for you it. know, doing the like Twitch streams that like fundraise money yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a. 
Twitch stream for charity, basically, but we get do all we of play the whack. But can we can we do like a Twitch like style a where like remember <laughs> when they all got together to play the Pokemon games? Can we do it that way? Yeah, we could do something like that. We could play. We could do D and D or something like that. Yeah, run a D and D game for well, whack and whack play D and D or something like that. Oh, that that'd be a lot of fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dumb one too. I know I know what I want to do. Um, you know, we could do, you know, Bilbo's in playing the video games with us or something mm. like that too, exactly. like, um, to board games themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we get everyone vaccinated, uh, and stuff like that, then we could do like straight up, Hey, uh, you want to come play board games at this time? Or, Hey, we've got the whack tavern up. Uh, if you are here, we can do a board game and, and actually record it. Cause a lot of our stuff is actually pretty mobile. Yeah. Um, things like that. Yeah, that's one of the great things about this. This is a super mobile setup. We actually have... Uh, well, we, we built it with that kind of in mind because... And this is... Okay, we're going to talk forever about future plans, yeah, but yeah. another thing I want to do is the next time they have clan, I want to do a live panel of clan. Oh, man, that'd Gutsy. be super Oh, awesome. fuck, yeah. It's it's gathering the crowns now because it Gutsy. has a, a bad yeah. implication. I, I, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, the next time they do the gathering of the crowns, I want to do a live panel. Even Bilbo's upset with you. Yeah, look at it. <laughs> Sorry, Bilbo. Look at this face. Look at it. God, he's so good. He's Show him to the camera. Oh, Our man. shitty webcam can't see him. Look at the, oh, oh look at him. Good boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess before we start on another line of thought, maybe we should just roll Stop out on this episode. Roll it out. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or Spotify to get notified about new episodes. And make sure to follow us on Facebook for announcements and more.